goodness i was waiting to hear tom's voice start that off but i realized i'm tom i talk what's up everybody the phone number 201-332-3484 we got a great show for you tonight the topic is being changed i'm changing the topic it was going to be Who believes their own hype? No. Out the window. The new topic for tonight. Complainathon 2017. Just get your complaints out. We'll get it out. We'll work it out. And then we'll switch to positive. We'll think of positive things too. Complainathon. Clear the vaults. Burn off the bad energy tonight. Complainathon. You ready, Mike? You ready for complainathon? Oh boy, you better get ready over at 201-332-3484 here on the best show. It's how we do it. That was not the right thing to play then. There it is. That's the right thing. So my friends, what do you want to complain about? Burn it off. Get it out of your system. We'll work through it. We'll move past it. And then we will achieve new heights on the other side. Let's do it. And let's say that now it is time for you And I, to begin the best show, let it start. Bye. Bye. No, it's just starting. I'm not saying goodbye. I might leave early tonight, but I'm not leaving that early. Show. And you know that it's a best show And it'll always be the best 
Ah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the best show here on a Tuesday night, October 2017. Is it autumn? It's autumn now, right? Yeah, we're in it. We're in autumn now. What's that now? He's got a far- dude. He's got a farmer's almanac. Great. Oh, that should be fun. And maybe he can come down and tell us things about sleep to the studio sometime. Please tell us all about how much sleep we're looking at. So, we just heard from Helium. From the reissue of the album, The Dirt of Luck. Great album. Great song. Great band. Just the best. Mary Timoney's the best. Babies Going Underground. Very fitting. Very fitting. That's on Matador. Matador reissued all the Helium records. Including one record that compiles all the the EP and the B sides and the you don't want to miss it. Go go get it if you didn't get it yet. It's a way to make yourself feel good is to listen to that. So here we are, me, you, full crew out there, Dudio, Mike, Pat. Pat's back. Pat was on assignment. He's back this week. And I'll tell you, Pat, you miss a week. Suddenly, this Dudio and Mike, they go out, they go out on the town together. These two. These two go out on the town. Like, yeah, we went to a concert together. They went to a concert. They saw like what? Who'd you see? What? What's that? Is that like convoy? Drive-by truckers? Is that the guy who does convoy? We got a great big convoy. Ain't she a beautiful sight? I gotta get a CB in here. Let's get a CB for next week. We're gonna roll this trucking convoy across the USA. Convoy. Did he do that? Did drive-by truckers do that as the encore? No? So they're too good they don't even do their hits. Well, that's a bit of an attitude. What are, what are they, uh, what, what, what do they think this is? They don't have to do the hits? Are they Neil Young? What did they, wait, no, drive-by truckers is what now? Like a rock group. But then Dudio and Mike, yeah, they went, they went over to this place in Jersey City that does concerts now, uh, White Eagle Hall. And they're just, I tell you, they're thick as thieves now, these two. They got a little running crew together now. You know what that means, Pat? You're outside looking in, buddy. Outside looking in. 
these two guys. You gotta stay. You gotta watch. It's like a Viper's pit out there. Vipers, the, the allegiances change. And they're like, oh, we went, we had uh, a couple drinks, and then we hung out with the band. And I tell you, sounds like a, a, a like a, 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 a rock and roll fantasy camp. But all I know, Pat's pulling up the lead, the rear now. But you know what, Pat? You have a chance to make it all back because I'm instituting for the three of you. It's called Celebrity Point Hunt. Right? I want you, you run it by me. We were the point system. Who remembers how many points they each have out there? Mike has 85. Studio thinks he's around 90, which means he's at 30. You have to know your number definitively. You're at 30. How about you, uh, Pat? Six, what's that? 62. Okay. This is what I want to do. I'll, I'll name their celebrities. If you can get these celebrities to call in, points. You get points for them. And you run them by, you can run them by me. You tell me. How many points would I get for this one or that one? And you're gonna get. I'll give bone. I'll give. A, I'll give points plus cash bonuses. All sorts of stuff. You think you have a clear path to getting someone? And look, I don't want to. Don't get the guy from Drive By Truckers to call in. I don't want to hear him calling in. Who? Adam Conover from Adam. Yeah, no, I could get that. Dude, come on. It's a guy from Adam Ruins Everything. I could get that guy. If, if, if we got, if we got impractical jokers coming through here and we got Brooke Van Poplin calling in, we can get Adam Conover. But yeah. Run them by me. I'll, I'll propose different scenarios you can get uh, in terms of reaping the rewards if you land these people. Like if you got, say you got a member of the E Street Band to call in, right? That's 2,500 points plus a $30 cash payment. Plus some airtime. Five minutes of uninterrupted airtime. And not one of these loser member of the E Street Band. No, I don't want the, the guy who played bass on the, oh, the second record to call in. Actual E Street Band. And don't, Mike, I don't want you getting the guy from that uh, that uh, adult diaper commercial from Bayonne. That's not impressive to me. You get that guy to call in. No. 
Not impressive. So, where are we at here? It's the best show. Phone lines, uh, phone lines are looking good. What do I want to tell you all before I jump into the phones? Um, tonight, another pair of Kurt Vile, Courtney Barnett tickets for the, uh, for the Jersey City show. What night is that show again? Let's see. When is that? That's, uh, November 6th, Monday, November 6th, Kurt Vile, Courtney Barnett, live at Lowe's Jersey, Jersey Theater in Jersey City, pair of tickets, end of the show, the, the team out there will give it away to somebody, whoever, whoever comes up with the best complaining on Twitter and hashtags. Listen to the best show. You gotta be uh, able to go to the show though. You gotta, no, you know, you gotta hashtag this so I know you want to go to the show. Hashtag, uh, 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 KV. Hashtag best show KVCB. Kurt Vile, Courtney Barnett. And complain, and the best complaint gets the pair of tickets at the end of the show. How about that? As determined by the uh, the squad of uh, producers out there. Another pair. We gave a pair last week. We'll give a pair this week. We can make, we're making things happen here. But you got to be able to see the show. You got to be in the area. Who's good here, Mike? Best show. Hi. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for... For the honor, oh, I, I, I can't thank the oh. Podcasting Academy enough. All right, hold on. Hold on. Look, I'm already having a bad enough time lately. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just say, I'm not sure who who is this. Oh, this is Wally Wackerman. Oh, it's Wally Wacky Man. Let me say, oh, oh I, I see why you're calling. Okay. Let me say this. A couple of weeks ago, we had the Podcast Hall of Fame induction ceremony where different podcasts were inducted into the Hall of Fame. And you can check out the list over at podcastholloffameusa.com, the list of inductees for the class of 2017. And everyone who won called with a, was moved and had a speech ready and called. Except one person didn't, didn't attend the ceremony. One winner apparently had other, other priorities that night. You're like the, like the Woody, like Woody Allen when he's gotta play clarinet. He's gotta play clarinet. I gotta play clarinet in the, can you imagine? This guy wins an Oscar and he, he's too busy playing clarinet in some dumb Dixieland band or whatever that music is that no one wants anymore. What's he up there? What's he playing like? Well, that was actually Peace Frog. I don't think he's playing Peace Frog. That would actually be pretty good if it was Dixie's. Like they're doing 
Doors songs. Then I would watch a, a, a jazz band do Doors songs. I would actually watch that. Um, but no, uh, that, that night, it was a night of where everyone felt special except for one conspicuous no-show. Wally Wacky Man with his podcast, the Wally Wacky Man Pupcast, which is a, <laughs> a podcast that is uh, two episodes strong, I believe. Very strong. Too strong. They show up like, uh, it's like, it's like, uh, the eclipse. It's like the lunar eclipse. What's gonna happen? What, what happens more frequently? A lunar eclipse or an appearance of, uh, Wally Wacky Men's Pupcast? Now, for people who don't know, this is a puppet I'm talking to right now. This is a puppet calling in. And he won because he, he does a show where he talks to other puppets. Is that what it is? Well, I aim to talk to puppeteers, people in the puppetry industry. Yeah, to the puppetry industry. And what happened? You ran out of people? There were only two of them? You interviewed everybody? Uh, I've got work to do. Um, You're waiting for some new people to get gigs in the puppet biz? You know, it's uh, it's complicated. Look, I'm all for it. I want this to be great. I think it's going to be great. It could be, you know, when we get back to it. And I, I do plan to get back to it. No, I'm sure you do. That's that's what everyone says about their thing. They, <laughs> sure. plan, they plan to get back to it. But but yeah. I, I will say in my defense regarding yeah. the week of the show. Yeah. It seemed, uh, you know, Hayes, Claire, yeah. Julie. Uh, well, Julie even, did even not win. Julie Kim- was presented. Julie, Andy, Andy Kindler was talent. Julie Klausner was talent. Well, they were, they were, they all seemed to be, they all seemed to be on the line when they needed to be. I guess I didn't get the memo. Oh no, I sent, I sent out an invite. You oh, didn't really? get it? No. You didn't get it? Hmm. No, I must have missed it. Well, you, you might want to, uh, you might want to talk to your people, Wally Wacky Man. <laughs> okay, my person. Yeah, I sent it out to, uh, your, your, uh, your manager, H-Man. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know he was my manager. You know, he said bleep him. He him. said bleep him. Oh, jeez. Not a fan anymore. It's weird when your manager isn't a fan, but that's your that's where you are now. I suppose so. So Wally Wacky Man wins. God knows how he wins for this podcast he's only done two episodes of, which is actually, it's, it's, it's like he's taunting the podcasting uh, industry. With these two episodes, what what are you uh, what what are you neutral milk hotel? You only do two things and then you split. Look, unlike some podcasters, I value quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not talking about you. That's not a jab at you. Yeah, and let me tell you. Yeah, of course it's not. It's it's, it's, it's the fact that you've done two episodes and I've done. It, 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 it's probably coming up on two thousand episodes. Of course, how would I how would I take that as a jab? The that you. Value quality over quantity when all I'm known for at this point is quantity. <laughs> I think you uh, have uh, a wealth of both. No, well, it's it's fine. Now, look, I get it. You you have different people you want to talk to, and you're waiting for it to line them up. And who are you going to talk to? The that creep inside the Big Bird costume? Is he next? <laughs> so the one with that whole story of uh, getting crushed into a cube. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a flight of fancy. He's still with us. Sure. Yes, yes, he is. 
Big Bird, yeah, uh, you, I went out when you, him, that'll be great. when you see him on Sesame Street, Big Bird tends to sit a fair amount now. <laughs> and he just kind of, and there's points where you're not sure if anyone's in the costume because he'll go, well, it's me, Big Bird. I'm going to see how still I can sit, kids. <laughs> and then it's, I'm pretty sure no one's in the costume and he's just like, has anyone seen Snuffleupagus around? Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. And I'm pretty sure the, that he's that he's calling in uh, it's Bluetooth in. Like it sounds tinny. And I saw a cell phone in Big Bird's mouth at one point. I must have missed that episode. So... What, uh, yeah, and one time I heard him on the thing, he was just saying, like, no, no, uh, I said no onions on that. No. <laughs> he was, I think he was, I'm almost positive he was ordering food somewhere. And then, uh, but he's still on Sesame Street. Now, how really? do you feel with the Sesame Street, the news that they're going to do a Mr. Hooper hologram? I find it sick. <laughs> that that's going to be a thing. Mr. Hooper is now going to be back as a hologram. It seems in poor taste. Yes, and Gordon is going to be back as a hologram. <laughs> and Gordon died? And Bob, no, he's just, they're not going to pay him anymore. Oh, right, yeah, they, they gave him the axe, yeah. Yeah, and Bob. Yeah. Right? And who else was on that thing? Uh, Luis. Luis. And who else? Well, uh, Bob Gordon and Luis were the ones who uh, yeah. they kind of shuffled off. Yeah. Maria she, left of her own accord yeah, before Maria, that. Maria, her own accord, I'm sure. I'm sure she left on it. She probably came in one day and found her, uh, her dressing room cleaned out. <laughs> oh, boy. Right? So, uh, look, that's neither here nor there. This is what you listen to the podcast for, is the sleazy... <laughs> puppet gossip of what's going on in the community, which which puppeteers are battling addictions and which puppeteers are are uh, not paying their taxes and which puppeteers have dark, sleazy secrets. If you want the answers, there's only one place to go, the Pupcast with Wally Wacky Man. <laughs> Did you ever check out that Twitter account I told you about, that whole other thing? No, I'm not on Twitter anymore, my friend. Oh, yeah, right, you know, but I figured you could still look. I couldn't, and I didn't, oh. and I okay. won't, and I can't, and I shan't, and I quit Instagram a couple days ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I did. What did you? No, I was just you, Real I tough guy. Real tough this. guy attitude. This is this post-Comic-Con... Uh, Strut that Wally Wacky Man's got. Oh, I, I didn't even go this year. No, see, that's why they tooed. I didn't even go. 
Post Comic Con, not like the rest of you suckers. Wally Wacky <laughs> Man didn't even go. How was your uh, panel? It was fine. It was good. It was a nice time. I tried calling last week. Uh, I tried calling I tried the calling panel? Over, That's weird. No, calling the show last week. We were not week. taking calls. Times, we were through. not taking calls on the panel, so it's not surprising you didn't get through. <laughs> right. Look, I'm sorry your call didn't get through last week. I do want to say it's exciting to have you in the Hall of Fame. And is there anything you want to say? Well, you know, it's an honor uh, and a privilege. That's it. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I thought I thought maybe you were you were just setting me up for something. No, I'm not saying I wasn't sure if I was. I'm honoring, I'm honoring you. Yeah, no, um, you know, thank thank you, and all the all the guys there, and um, nothing. Yeah, and you know, hopefully more episodes soon. Hopefully more episodes soon. Well, that sounds like a that's a cop out if I ever heard one. Hopefully more soon. Look. I want this pupcast. We want more of it, Wally. We need more. Well, I'm glad to hear that. There are not it's many more shows uh, run by puppets. Yeah, it's true. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, where, Wally, how do you feel about uh, Howdy Doody? Or, uh, how do you feel about him? Are you related to him, first of all? No, no. You know, he's a marionette, and I'm a different, uh, you know, kind of puppet. And, okay. But, uh, you know, he helped pave the way, sure. you know, for TV puppetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, congratulations. You're in the Hall of Fame. And uh, one costume I did see at uh, at Comic-Con I thought would have thrilled you and, and uh, especially your, your, your lovely child was uh, a pack of six young men dressed as the Baseball Furies. Oh well, there you go, and my little uh, my little pal. Your little your 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 lovely little daughter would have clapped her hands with joy when she recognized the baseball furies from the movie The Warriors that you showed to her at six months of age. Well, I wasn't there. Well, you weren't there. What did you what did you put her on the bus? You didn't it's even bother going. You're talking to Wally, remember? Oh, that's right. It's Wally. <laughs> yeah, I forgot for a second. Yeah, come on. That's a, it's like dental floss separates the two. <laughs> it's not exactly. One, one is purple and, and, uh, the other one is Wally Wacky Man. <laughs> right? I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> one is purple and one has pur- a purple complexion and is falling apart. And the other one is Wally Wacky Man. Oh, oh boy. Right? That's a good one. <laughs> zinger. Little zinger. Look, it's going to be great. The Pupcast will be back. Everyone's going to be cheering. And uh, maybe take uh, Z-Man's uh, Child. I don't know what other movies you can maybe go to. I think this, uh, i trying to think, Justice League maybe. Looks loud yeah. and and violent. Why don't you go see the snowman? That looks like it, uh, like a like a walking nightmare of a movie. There's a new movie coming out called The Snowman. Yes, it's a horror movie. Oh, I just think of that holiday animated thing from the book. What? There's a children's book and a little like movie, short movie. The Snowman. Which one's that? 
Frosty the yeah, Snowman? It's, it's old. D- David Bowie did like an intro at one point. Frosty the Snowman. No, no, not just Frosty, just just the Snowman. Wait, David, no, you're thinking of the Falcon and the Snowman. That's not a holiday thing. I don't know what that is. That's about two creeps who stole government secrets. (laughs) News to me. But David Bowie did a song on the soundtrack. This is not America. Fa la 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 la. He did that song on the soundtrack. Remember when he did that song on that, he did the Beach Boys cover? Maybe the worst thing in his entire career. I may not always love you. When he's like, you never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. That was like the last, that was like the last stretch he started to, that he sang like that. So, yeah, look, Wally Wacky, man. Congratulations on the Hall of Fame. How does it feel? It's a tremendous uh, feeling of honor and pride. You did it. You did it. You strung it together. You you tuned out the you tuned out the 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 uh, the haters and the yeah yeah. There's right? certainly enough of them. The things they said. I wouldn't even be able to get out of bed if they were saying half those things to me that they say to you. Yeah, there were tough stretches there, but, you know, I'm yeah. carrying on. Yeah. And they're ramping up from what I hear. They've just they've just <laughs> oh, been geez. laying low and consolidating. They're, uh, they're gearing up for a, 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 an attack that uh, will, will, they feel will take Wally Wacky Man down once and for all. But I believe... Don't count on it. I believe... In the in in uh, my purple friend, Wally Wacky. Thank man. you, thank you, Tom. All right, have a great night. You too. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. It's Michelle, the Oreo head. Michelle, the Oreo head. Welcome. You, for people who don't know, Michelle calling now is a super fan of Oreo cookies and all the different flavors. Of Oreo cookies. I had before the show tonight a couple Oreo thin salted caramel. Nice. How'd you feel about them? I think those are very good. And I actually think Oreo thin might be the way to go. I agree with you on that one. A lot of people are, are talking up the thins now. They just, you know, that, that slight crunch, not too sweet. Oreo thins are the way to go. Yeah, I, I think so. How, so it's uh, funny. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm listening. I'm listening. No, it was just funny that you said I'm an Oreo super fan because I actually came on to complain about a new Oreo flavor. Now, for people who don't know, Oreo cookies, it's not just the Oreo cookies that you, you had when you were a kid where maybe they got double stuff or whatever, just like slight variants. Now, then this Oreo thing, it's, it's like they're, they're, they're doing dozens of flavors now by this point, right? Yeah, it's they're just pumping them out left and right. So what is uh, what is what's the last what what's the latest one? Because it seems like it, it's one you're not happy with. So this one's a real hot one. It just dropped yesterday. 
Um, it's called Mystery Oreo because the flavor is a mystery, and they're having a contest, and you have to guess the flavor for a chance to win $500,000. But I'm pretty sure, and I've tried over 40 Oreos for anybody who doesn't know, and they, this is definitely just a, a flavor they did already, and I'm very disappointed. So you guessed the flavor? Yeah, instantly. It was just the most disappointing experience I've ever had with an Oreo, I think. So what are you going to do with the $500,000 you just won? Um, that's a good question. Um, I'll give some to you. I think I would donate some to the best show, and then I'd probably spend more on other Oreo flavors. And um, I don't know. We'll see what, we'll see what happens with the rest. The mystery Oreo. Yeah, it just looks like a regular Oreo, but the packaging is white. And everyone in the Oreo package have this new flavor? Yeah, it's awful. And what is the flavor? Or do you want to not I mean, say? You don't I'll, want to say? I'll give a spoiler. Like, everybody's had a day to try these Oreos. But <laughs> my opinion is that it's very reminiscent of the Fruity Crisp Oreos that were out a year or two ago. Um, I don't know if they're trying a trick all the Oreo fans out there, so I went and said Fruit Punch, because it, it did taste like Fruit Punch to me. I don't know if they're going to use the exact same flavor, but just it's just some fruity Oreo. Like I don't know if anybody remembers the Airheads mystery. It was just like a fruit-flavored Airheads. Like, that's all this is. That's what I was expecting, and I wanted them to prove me wrong, and they didn't, and they just just disappointing. So you're let down by Oreo tonight. Michelle. I am, and if there are any people who work for Oreo listening, I, I hope they take my my complaint to heart. I'm, I'm just, I, I'm beside myself. What would you think about these as Oreo, possible Oreo flavors? I'm going to name a couple. Okay. Lay it on me. Potato chip. Oh, winner. Instant winner. Right? Yeah. You'd like Salty, the- sweet. It's perfect. It's right. like a Lay's budding cookie form. Yeah. Potato chip. What about this? Zeppoli. Oh, I'm all for the it. Funnel it's paper. like a fried Oreo, but without the fried part. Yeah, yeah. Winner. Instant winner. Right? Yeah. Why, don't, why, don't, why don't they got me in that Oreo lab? I know, right? I They had a contest where it was like, make the new Oreo flavor. And you know what they went with? Jelly donut or something. Like, it wasn't even good. It wasn't they even good. They act together, Mondelez brands, Nabisco. We got winners here. What's the one that you wish you had another pack of that you is gone for the ages? Oh man, you you know anybody who knows me knows it's a it's a tie between Smorios and Reese's Oreos. Mm-hmm. You can do all the hacks you want, but nothing will compare. Actually, cotton candy Oreo too. I think I would bring cotton candy Oreo back because I can't. I didn't create a hack for that. Why don't you just smush some cotton candy on top of an Oreo? It's not texturally. It's not the same. It would be too fluffy in the middle. Don't think it hasn't crossed my mind. Maybe if I if I waited for the you know when cotton candy sits out a little bit and it gets kind of hard, that mm-hmm. might work. But it won't work with a fresh cotton candy. What would be your dream flavor of Oreo, uh, Michelle? That's an excellent question. Um, I really like tiramisu. I think that might work, mm. but it's also a little basic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, 
they've, they've done coffee. They've done Reese's. Like, they've done all my green flavors. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, like, bring it back. What about a green just, tea Oreo? Is there such a thing? Um, I think there actually is in Japan. It's like an import, but if you go to buy it on Amazon, it's super expensive. Okay. What about... What about a Neapolitan Oreo, which would be... It's been done. It's been a limited edition flavor. So it's chocolate, Oreo... Strawberry and vanilla. And strawberry. Oh, no, I think, it was, I think it was a vanilla cookie, but like with chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla cream. Mm-hmm. Have they ever done an inside-out Oreo? Yeah. It's uh-oh, Oreo. Classic. Two... two it's where it's just the cookie in on the inside and, and the icing on the outside. Um, oh no, that that's now that's a concept right there. Yeah, I, I thought you were referring to like you know switched like chocolate cream or whatever you know like but they already have golden Oreos now so I guess it yeah. doesn't count. Yeah, it was like a golden Oreo with chocolate cream. I'm talking about like I'm liking like, this like, like cream as the sandwich and then a cookie in the middle. Yes. You're onto something. Like sushi. That's a wild idea. Sushi Oreos, but it's just all cream and a cookie in the middle. Yeah. It's like when you get it, some kind of roll that's inside out. I cookies. am pushing for this one. I really hope somebody out there is listening because you could, you might, you could be president of Oreo tomorrow. What about this one? Oreo, it's called, it's called Oreo garbage can. And, and is it just, go ahead, I'm listening. It's all these different Oreos that, it's all, it's just whatever they got laying around in a pack. It's called Oreo garbage can. That right? could work. I was thinking more along the lines of like the shreds of the cream that falls out of the uh, assembly line and they just kind of mesh it in all into one ball and they make that the cream. Well, that would be that, an amazing that's thing. That's also a concept. Call that the Oreo Orb. What if they did that? Ooh, Oreo like Orb. Like a giant. Yeah, that could be like a giant. That, that could be icing. a good limited edition. A giant ball of icing. Yeah, that that could be like a shareable thing. Everybody gets a scoop. And inside is the rarest of Oreo cookies. It'll be like the the Flaming Lips, uh, one of their dumb releases when they did like a gummy skull or whatever. And they had a USB Ooh. drive. What about this? There's a um, USB drive in the middle of the Oreo. And on, of the, and Oreo on the USB orb. is? On the USB is every Oreo commercial you've ever wanted. Oh, my God. Um, I want. I really want you to become the president of Oreos. Like, think of how great, like, uh, well, look, you're killing you, me here. You've got some pull in the, in the biz. I'm trying. I'm trying to get that brand sponsorship, and nobody's listening to little old me. You know, I know I have that pull. I'm I'm reeling in the Oreo heads left and right, and you know what? Mondelez doesn't care. And are you They're chatting? Not to me. Are you chatting with other Oreo fans, other Oreo heads? Uh, yeah, it's it's really going off on online. It's it's wild. Where where are you where where is the community? There's a there's a really great. Facebook group. Um, let me get the name of it for you. I think it's just called Oreo Cookie Obsession. That's where you find out the hot Oreo news. Everybody's posting their reviews. They're posting where they bought the cookies. 
this is the hub. It's it's Oreo Hub right there on that on that mm-hmm. Facebook group. Mm-hmm. It's a public group. Everybody's welcome. No discrimination. Come on in. Right. Sounds good. Well, Michelle. Very, yeah. Get me in the Oreo. Get me in there. I'll I'll do. Are you on Facebook? I'll get somebody on Facebook to to connect you. Sounds good. All right. All right. You have a great night. You too. Have a grand evening. Bye. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> Mike, where are you at on all these Oreos? He likes the salted caramel also. Yeah. That's the thin. Yeah. You like those. Yeah. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. It's Julius in Newbridge Flats. How's it going? Good, good. Doing all right. How are you? I'm good. I'll tell you, I, I, I'd love to hear you do Cat People. That that other thing you did was so good. Cat People? Yes. The one when it was like... It's real low. Putting out the fire. That one? Yeah. See these eyes so green. Meow. What was uh I could stare for a thousand years. That was uh he had he had the range. He did. Different version uh on the movie than was on um Let's Dance. Interesting. Little yeah, tidbit. Yeah. I guess they wanted to keep the soundtrack exclusive. I guess so, yeah. Um hey speaking of music. Uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on the uh, 2018 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Any, any thoughts? Who do we Who do we have? Well, it's like uh, uh, Bon Jovi. He will definitely get in. I think so. Kate Bush. I thought she was in already. Oh, I I I wonder if she. I don't think she gets in. I also thought the Cars were in. They're not in. Well, they'll get in. That's a. I think so too. Yeah. Um, who else? Depeche Mode. Uh, hmm. who, do, who do you think's going to be really uptight about that one? About if Depeche Mode get in? Yes. Oh, I would say Sir Edward of Trunk. That's right, yes. <laughs> Eddie Trunk. What do you think he's going to say if they get in? And like at, at what, on a scale of one to ten, his his sort his anxiety, like his, oh! It'll start at an eight. Right. He'll start at an eight, and he'll just keep peaking up to ten. Right. He'll go from eight to ten, eight to ten, over and over. And he'll just be like, look, if they want to put a band like Depeche Mode in, it's not rock. It's not rock. They're going to call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's one thing. But this is it's not rock. That's synth pop. Put that in the synth pop Hall of Fame. It's like I'm listening to it. All right, now... Say John Bon Jovi gets in. How long until he mentions that um, he got a text from at least one of the band members when he's talking about? Oh, the, it's an instant. The instant, next day, instant, instantly. He will just he will walk us through their journey to the Hall of Fame. Right. More than they will. They're the ones getting in, and he seems to have more riding on it than them. He does. It's more important to him. Just talked to Dave Bryant from uh, Bon Jovi. He's uh, real pumped, real pumped, and uh, he's not sure if Richie's going to get up and do his song. Yeah. 
with uh, the full band. We're, they're still figuring out Richie. Richie said he would be up there to accept the award. Still hasn't said he'd perform with them with the band yet. But there, there's no way they don't perform. Very hard hitting stuff. There's no way the whole band doesn't perform. Yeah. We also we also got Dire Straits, who who I I if I was a voting member, I couldn't vote for them because I have this thing where um, remember the TV show Lou Grant? Sure. There was an episode once where there was a an assailant in it and it's played by uh, who's the guy Jonathan um, he's on um, he's on what do you call it he's on uh, Better Call Saul what's his name Jonathan, Jonathan Brooks? Banks what's his name Jonathan Banks well a young Jonathan Banks is, is the assailant in this episode of Blue Grant and he looked a lot like Mark Knopfler back then okay so I can't separate the two Mark, so you- Mark Knopfler is tainted well, I, I feel like that might be your issue, Julie. I don't think so. I know a, a lot of people that have it too. I know uh, Jan Winner has it. So you think a lot of Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame voters are gonna? It's gonna that, cost them big time. It's gonna impact their vote. Yeah, I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna induct David Knopfler, mm-hmm. John Ilsley, and Pick Withers, but not Mark. Yeah, why? Why would they? Why would they put it in the voice and guitar and songwriter? Not a big part of their sound, really. Yeah. No, guitar has never been a big part of Dire Straits. No. All right, we got uh, Eurythmics, who I think fall under the Depeche Mode category. There's no guitar in there either. I, I would bet they get in because Dave Stewart is so connected to He's the so bass. tight in that world, like Jeff Lynn. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, what else? Uh, Jay Giles Band. They'll get in. That's I think a, they will, too. Jay Giles died, the, uh, the guy. Yeah, the guy died, um, so it would be Peter Wolf and Seth Justman and Magic Dick. If you can pull the drummer's name out of your ass, I will I, forever I, be your fan. I can't do it. I I'm, can do it. Are you I ready? Just, I, what is it? Strapped in? I'm ready. He's a, he's a, a three-namer. Is it, is, uh, I can't, I can't do it. Stephen Joe Blatt? I couldn't, I would not have gotten that. Yeah. So. Uh, we also got Judas Priest. They'll get in. I think they will too. LL Cool J. I thought he was in too already. How many people can get in? Is there a limit? I don't know. I think it, it feels like it's usually like six or seven. He he. Feel, it feels like LL Cool J would get in. I do too. All right. Here's the one that I that I'm surprised isn't in. And I don't. And I think they've been up for a lot. They've been nominated three other times. Guess. That they've been nominated three other times. Super influential. MC5. Yes. Have not, they have not gotten in. That's, Which is I mean, weird because Dave Marsh. Was it Dave Marsh or John, Land, John Landau produced one of their records? And John Landau, I think, is a co-owner of the Rock and Roll Hall. He's a co-owner of Rock and Roll at this point. At this point, yes. He uh, he produced Back in the USA. He did. Their worst album. Hey. The album, when they, their first album, they had songs where they're talking about, about, high society and fighting everything and then yep. then the next album starts off it's like a womp bump a little bump a womp bump bump tutti fruity oh rude like can you imagine if a band did that now they get left out of the room yeah. what's the song that, that, has, that has the sis boom bah in it I don't like that one high, sc- high school high school yeah I don't like it high school rah 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 high school sis boom bah and what is there? One member of the MC5 still alive? Let's see. I think um, 
Wayne's alive. Wayne, Wayne Kramer's alive. Uh, I think one of the Rob Tyner is dead. Sonic Smith is dead. Dennis Thompson. I think Dennis Thompson might be alive. I think Dennis Thompson's dead. He's dead. And I think um. It's just the ba- who's the bassist? Uh, it was uh. It was Mort Sizely. Mort Sizely. So, I think that was so his So Mort Sizely's gonna get up there. <laughs> yes. And, Very and nimble jam, player. Jam with LL Cool J. Yes. It'll be, uh, it'll be, they'll be playing on going back to Cali and Mama said knock you out. Yep. The, the Mort Sizely and. <laughs> on a cot. <laughs> he's on a cot laying there. He's not sitting, he's laying. Yeah. And Head not for any up. reason other than he's just exhausted. Yes. Uh, I got like seven more uh, acts to name here. All right, let's who? The Meters, who I think will get in. Okay. They've been nominated four other times. Okay. Uh, a band I, I've never liked a thing by. You ready? Who's that? One of the biggest mustache bands of all time. One of the biggest mustache Biggest bands. mustache bands. The Outlaws? No. English Mustache. English Mustache Band. Tur- mustache. And, I think they had a record called Mustaches and Turtlenecks. The Moody Blues? Yes. Good one. <laughs> That's... Very good. You don't like. You don't like. Ride, ride my seesaw. I hate it because I don't. I I didn't know they were saying seesaw, and I thought I didn't know what they were saying. That's on you, Julius. I'm legion. There are legions of me out here. I worked like a dog for you. What about? I'm just a singer in a rock band. Okay. All right. Um, what else? Uh, Radiohead. Oh, that's, that's the, they, they might as well show up. They might be, they, they probably are clearing the room out for the exhibit yeah. now. Yeah. For the Radiohead exhibit. Um, Rage Against a Machine. Man, there's a lot, there's a lot of legit candidates this year. Yeah. Um, Rufus, uh, featuring Chaka Khan. Yeah, I think, I think, I think they're going to watch Radiohead get in. I, I think they are too. <laughs> Nina Simone, I thought she was in already. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think her family is going to, she, she, her, her, her family should wrap their heads around watching, watching Johnny Greenwood. Hold up the, the, whatever they hold, the trophy? What is it? I, I don't think know what so. they give yeah. them. Um, yeah. Uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp, I think she'll get in. Oh, okay. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, that's a... Link Ray, who I didn't think had, I know he did rumble and he's influential in that way. I don't know. You never they're, know. They're all going to finally... watch Jay Giles get in, because that was, Go ahead. So who's finally? These are nominees. These aren't in yet. No, no, no. Yes. So who are, who's finally? The Zombies. Um, They've been nominated three times before. I don't know. It might not be the time of the season for them to get in. I don't get it. It's a... Uh, never mind. Okay. It's uh So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to find out. We'll yeah. see what happens. It's pretty exciting. It is. Hey, I have not... I don't know a lot about Star Wars. I'm trying to impress this girl you know with like star wars knowledge mm-hmm. has that movie opened yet not yet it comes the new one comes out in december okay i i can't keep any of the characters straight what is boba fett 
What is Bo- who is Boba Fett? Is it a thing or a per- is it's a, is it a uh, he's a person. He's a bounty hunter. All right. What is Land Al Calrissian? That was a a, a, a smuggler played by uh, Billy D. Williams. All right. Um, we can't get past this thing. They're shooting too much at us. I don't know what that is. What's Django Fett? Django Fett was Boba Fett's father. What is Wilhelm Tarkin? Well, I, I, I'm assuming is that the proper name for Grand Moff Tarkin? I don't know what any of it is. I lied and said I knew it all. He was played by Peter Cushing in the first movie. He was the horror. You might see have seen him in horror movies in the 60s with Christopher Lee. How old do you think I am? Well, the, these movies just play. You can still see them. You don't have to be old to watch them. Yes, you do. I thought you had to be a certain age to see the old movies. Show. No, you don't. Right? No, anyone can watch them. Oh, that's opened up a whole new avenue for me, then. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, how about how about the Red Sox getting knocked out? That was a good game yesterday, too. Yeah. The sad thing, I don't know yeah. if you know about this, but the Red Sox organist, mm-hmm. he has to go back to jail now. He has to go back to season. jail now. Yes. So wait, he's on some sort of work release program? Exactly, yeah, yeah. He's one of the most prolific jaywalkers in Massachusetts history. Okay. Very sick stuff. So he finally got convicted. He did. He doesn't even need to do it. He's addicted to it. He's addicted to jaywalking. Yeah, and there's no, you don't make money from it. It's weird. From jaywalking? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you would, how you could turn, I don't know how you could monetize jaywalking. I don't, I don't either. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Oh, no! What's that? What's wrong? What the? My car is gone! Your car is gone? Yes! What are you, you're, what are you looking for your, you're looking out at it? Or where yes. it would be? You're sure it's where you, you're sure you're looking at where you left it, that you didn't park it somewhere else? Yes, yes! I parked it right here in front of Majestic Meats! I just popped in for like five minutes! Oh my god, no! You're, you're positive you didn't park it somewhere else. No, I parked it right here. I took up my traditional four parking spaces. Four spaces? How do you take up four spaces? Because I, I, I need possible. it! Okay, I, I, well, I, I, but I'm wondering oh, how you... No. Look, I'm sorry. Okay, well, Julius, calm down. Calm down. Let's try to... Calm down? Yeah. That pristine Sherry Red Lamborghini is my whole life. It's my whole identity. It's the cherry red, you're not, the cherry red Lamborghini in, in Newbridge? Yes! That's, you're not the cherry red Lamborghini guy. Of course I am! The guy that's been driving around Newbridge for like the last 20 years, always blasting the Fast Time soundtrack, Fast Times of Ridgemont High soundtrack? Oh, you're a fan, I like it. Um, I'm, look, I'm not gonna use, I think fan is very strong, uh, <laughs> term for, for, my opinion of you, but it's, it's actually hard. It would be hard for anyone in town to not be aware of you or, you know, actually be aware of your car. Right. Isn't that the greatest thing you've ever laid eyes on? And, and answer me this. One, one who sees my car, they'd be of the opinion that the person behind the wheel is of the highest stature, right? And definitely has a lot going on down there in the pants faucet area, right? Um, 
Well, I don't know if that's exactly the first place people would go in terms of thinking you're you you're uh, like like your stature is sky high. I don't know. Oh, I think that. so. Yeah, I think people sometimes look at cars like that as being some sort of a- 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 attempt to uh compensate. Wait, what? No way. What this is this can't be the first time you're hearing this. It is. Well, it's something people think that you guys will drive around in a super fancy car to try to make up for other other shortcomings. No, man, you got it all wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got it all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. And Julius, if if I even I'm thinking about you as long as I've seen you in town, I don't think I've ever even seen you out of your actual car. Well, of course you haven't. I mean, that would be, be like seeing Superman without his red panty or, or Fonzie without that thin blue windbreaker. Wait, or Fonzie without the thin blue windbreaker? No, that was like the first season of Happy Days. Fonzie wore a thin windbreaker. What? And then they shifted from that point on to a leather jacket. That's what, And that's what literally everybody knows Fonzie for. Wait, a leather jacket like the aforementioned Judas Priest? Yes, it would be like Fonzie was in Judas Priest. Um, what would that be like? Do um, e- do, do breaking the law with 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 Fonzie on lead vocals? Breaking the law, breaking the law. He would hit the jukebox. He would. Like I picture him going into Arnold's and then hitting. Would he have the hat on though? Too, like a little leather cap. I don't know if he could pull that leather because he's so focused well, on the hair. The hair is such a big deal. Yeah, the hair is such a big deal. I think he'd go into Arnold's and he'd be, he'd, he'd hit the jukebox with like dun 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 one life. I'm gonna live it up. Right? Hey, they'd say hey at some point, right? Hey, you got another thing coming. <laughs> oh, what if that was the name of the song? Hey, comma, you got another thing coming. Yeah, A, you got another <laughs> thing coming. A, cool it. I like it. Yeah. But you um, know, in all seriousness, I'm like a mysterious god that the people of Newbridge worship as I drive by blasting, you know, Boingo, Joe Walsh, the Go-Go's at top max volume. It's pretty cool. You're like a like a god. Don't you think? Yeah. And, and the cool thing is no one really knows how tall I am or what my body type is. It's like I have a human head but a hot car for a body. I mean, if you think about it, it's pretty much every w- woman's fantasy, right? No, that's not. That's yeah, I think you're off base on that every woman's fantasy is to see a car, a car with a human head on top yeah, of it. Like I don't, I think it might be at the, you think it's at the top of the fantasy list. I think it would be at the bottom of the list. No, classic literature is rife with this imagery. Isn't it? I mean, maybe the Transformers, I guess, is the closest thing I can think of. Oh, no, I'm thinking of, what's the thing with, like, a like a human head and a horse body? What's that? The centaur? Centaur, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, you know, now this makes me rethink all this, because I feel like I misjudged it now. And maybe that, that's why women always run off when I pull up 
behind them at night and honk at them real loud. Uh, yeah, that might be why. Um, I, there's probably a variety of reasons why they don't like when you pull up behind them and honk at them. Yeah. No, that's probably the only reason. No, I'm going to say that it's probably not the primary reason. Either. I'm going to say security and you being th- coming off like a threat might well, be Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. This thing is a bigger disaster than I even let on originally. And, um, With your I'll car. I'll tell you why. Why? Well, to top all this off, my pet lion was in the backseat of my car. What's that? My pet lion was You're, in the back seat. You have a pet lion. I do, yes, yeah. Okay. His, his name is Lion Lion, which which is great. It's, it's a play on, you know, how President Trump had that fun nickname for Ted Cruz, Lion Ted Cruz. Uh-huh. My, mine's name is Lion, L-Y-I-N apostrophe L-I-O-N. But my lion doesn't really lie you know, because he, you know, he can't speak because he's an animal. Yeah, yeah. Not like those, you know, cartoon animals like Bugs Bunny or the or the, the Terminator. Uh huh. The Terminator. Yes. Which I don't think the Terminator was an animal. Wasn't it? I'm pretty positive the Terminator was not an not an. I could Google that, but I don't want yeah. to. Um. Oh, if if you decide that you want to. Oh, email you. Give me your email. And your real one, not 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 this showbiz one you probably give out to the yeah, suckers. No, I'm not going to give I'm not going to I don't have a real one and I'm not I'm not going to even give you the any email account I have. Well, that's mildly insulting. But I'll tell you, th- that's why I'm here at Majestic Meats. Uh Lion Lion was very hungry and I was buying 34 flank steaks for him to flagrantly devour. While we watch that J.K. Simmons marathon that Showtime is running. But the J.K. Simmons marathon is still on? It's still on, right? And that started, I think, like last Wednesday. It was last Wednesday. And I'll tell you, they're only running the movies he's been in since 2015, too. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like this guy is in these movies. It's almost like some sort of race to do the most movies or something. I don't. It is. He's, he's like... He's kind of like the Jandek of, of film. He's just putting out as much as he can. Yeah, I guess do they just, does he just say, send me eight scripts? I'll do seven. I'll, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll just do the next seven scripts that cross my, yeah. my desk. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I mean, As well as all the commercials that I can handle. But yeah. you know, works work, right? Works work. Got to take what you can get. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Got to grab it when you can, right? Because you, you know, you I, got always, to. I always, I always. Like, oh. What oh was my that? god! My car is back. Your car is back. Did, did you hear that? I did. I heard a car screech by. Oh my god! It's a Columbus Day miracle. Oh my god! I feel just like Columbus did when he welcomed the Indians to America. Uh huh. When he, well, you have history completely backward, even, I think you have it more than backwards on that. Well, I, I was absent a lot. I, I yeah. had a poop real bad as a kid. Well, I'm pretty sure, in fact, I'm positive Columbus was not in America welcoming Native Americans to America. Well, like Billy Joel said, you may be right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure, like Billy Joel said. <laughs> 
what's going on. No. Lion Lion must have gotten really hungry because he's got the thief's right arm in his mouth. Oh, so you, wow. You're just hanging you're, out of his mouth. Your lion has an actual right arm hanging yes. out of his That's horrible. Well, you know, just like that old saying from the Civil War days goes, you steal a Lamborghini that might have a man-eater in the backseat, and you pay the price. That's a saying from the Civil War? Yes, I'd be glad to say it again. You steal a Lamborghini that might have a man-eater in the backseat, and you pay the price. I can do the end of it for you again if you want. Okay. Uh, you pay the price. It's uh, it's very catchy. I can see Isn't why. It? I can see why it was a saying that it was that resonated back then. Um, but you Pure know, resonance. Yeah, you're you really saying or not or whatever. You're, you you really should call nine one one. Because th- that guy, it sounds like he must be bleeding really badly. Oh, sexist much? How do you know it wasn't a lady who stole my car and subsequently paid full arm price for such foolishness? Uh-huh. Okay, well, I mean, you can... Was it, uh, was it a woman who stole your car? Honestly, that I don't know. Uh-huh. How, how do you not know that if the car just pulled up in front of you? Yeah, the lion was driving. Why? Well, your the lion, your pet lion, is driving your Lamborghini. Did I stutter? No, you did not stutter. All right. Yeah. Well, well, look, I gotta get back in the car before someone sees how utterly unremarkable I am as a human. Okay. Um. Okay, that sounds fair. Actually, I understand that completely. Great. Well, I I had a decent time talking to you. Oh yes, listen to that power. Can you feel it? I can hear it, yeah. Can you you feel the power? Sure, yeah, I can feel the power. Okay, well, I'm going to head out. Okay. And you're playing the fast time soundtrack. Yeah, you're playing the part. Okay. Hello? Oh, he's gone. Yeah. That guy. I tell you. Did, uh, did, uh, uh, hey, Pat. You order pizza? You have a question. Okay, well this... Sure. Yeah. I do. Okay, does that help? Okay. Tell you out there. Turning these things into projects. I'm sure... But Pat, I know it's not you. I know it's these other guys. Sticking the this and that and Mike. Because Mike does that weird thing where he's indecisive. Or he tries to act like it's your call. But then you know he's just going to gripe if you don't read his mind somehow. I don't care. You can get whatever you want on the pizza. 
can whatever you want. And the pizza shows up. He's not eating any of it. He'll just be eating those dumb cheese crisps that he moaned about till I got him back. Yeah, I don't like that kind of pizza. Fine. Best show, hi. Tom, how you doing? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Patty B in Southern California by way of Northeast Philly. Patty B. That's right. Two of the more sleazy places in the U.S. And where are you from, my friend? Northeast Philly, living in Southern California. And how long have you been in uh, Southern California? Three years. Three years. And what, what took you out of there? What took me out of Northeast Philly? Yeah. So many things, but uh, my wife's a student out here. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I've got um, I got one for the topic, but um, I just want to commend. I want to say something about last week. I got to commend you on your extraordinary restraint with some of those uh, callers for Rebecca Sugar. Uh, she was so resoundingly nice to everybody, but um, you know, and I, I'm not talking about the uh, you know the young aspiring cartoonists. They were all great, but uh, some of those other people, I could tell. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought your your trigger finger was getting itchy. But she was just so nice that maybe it was tempering tempering your bait, your more base instincts. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, why? How how am I? How did you think I was going to play that? <laughs> no, I, I I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I just um, you know, maybe it didn't. Maybe the, maybe the t- uh, the ten- I, I was uh, presume I was being a little presumptuous with the uh, with the tension, but I thought maybe I could hear a trickle of sweat going down your ear with uh, uh, some of those older male callers uh, jumping out of their skin for the cartoon. And then what was that? Okay. All right. What do you, what do you, I don't know. What do you I don't do know. What do you but I've got one for the complaint. Stand, Is that still, still on? Stand still, first of all. You're, you got your phone rumbling. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. i got a big connection. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm sitting, I'm sitting down. You're out of here. It's so clear he's doing a bit. Right? He didn't call up doing that. Did he? Yeah, I had a complaint too. About him. Best show, hi. How are you doing? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Peter from Des Moines, Iowa. Peter from Des Moines, Iowa. What's up, Peter? Well, I got a complaint for the complaint that's on. Because it is Complaint-a-thon 2017. Get it out of your system. What do you got? Drivers who think they're doing something nice, but really they just don't know the rules of the road, and so they aggravate everybody. You know what will happen sometimes? Tell me if this is what you're thinking, is someone will like literally stop in the road They'll stop their vehicle to let someone else turn out where maybe they have a harder left turn or something from the other side. And I get exactly what they're doing. They're trying to to keep the flow of tra- traffic going well, but somebody's going to barrel into the person behind them because no one's yeah. expecting this person to stop where you don't stop. 
Absolutely. Something like that happened to me once, and uh, it was a little icy, and uh, a, a car was kind of waving me like it was okay to come, and it wasn't. And uh, and sure enough, an, an, another car T-boned me and totaled my car. And, was, and so oh. that was a bad deal. But actually, I was thinking more of like at the, at the uh, four-way stops. Yeah. Where you're supposed, if two cars come, it's the it's the car on the right that goes first, and somebody wants to wave you through because they're not paying attention or they have no idea what the rules of the road are. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's a yeah. You got it. Everybody, everybody, go one at a time, one at a time. We can and, all figure uh, this out. We can all merge and figure this out. And I just have a little comment to Michelle about the uh, the mystery Oreos. Yes. So we we got a box of those at the household tonight, and uh, my my daughter, I have twelve year old twins. My daughter was tasting it, and she thought it was a little fruity, like Michelle said, a little bit. So we were thinking maybe Fruit Loops or something. But she's a little too young to remember St. Joseph's Children aspirin. Those are definitely St. Joseph's Children's aspirin. Well, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. And it sounds like the most irresponsible thing that a corporation could ever do. There's no way they would do the flavor of children's aspirin with a cookie. <laughs> Come on, use your head. Use your head with that. Because then, what are they gonna, well, people are going to be like? Oh, I want more of that taste. We'll just eat a bunch of these aspirin. Did you ever taste the St. Joseph's children's yeah, aspirin? Yeah, I have. So, and the the grainy texture. Somehow, even in that lard-filled cream, they got the grainy texture right. So, I, I I'm going with the St. Joseph's. Yeah, well, that that there's literally no chance that a company would replicate medicine for their for in a snack. Well. I guess you're putting more stock into uh, corporate responsibility in 2017 than I am. Well, you know what? I, I'm thinking of anybody who would have a have a thing uh, where anybody would would uh, potentially hurt themselves trying to replicate the taste by eating too many aspirin. <laughs> well, that's all I got for the for you tonight. So I all appreciate right. you taking my call. You have a great night. You too. Best show, hi. Uh, hello, Tom. It's uh, Savingtron. Who is this now? Savingtron. What? Savingtron. Savington. Sat what? Your phone's terrible. I know, Mike. To- can you hear me? It's it, every time you get louder, it crackles, and I, and I can't hear what you're saying. Savington. Yep. Okay, Savington. Yeah, Mike told me my connection wasn't the greatest. Yeah, well, Mike was right. Yeah, it's like a house phone. I don't have a cell phone. Yeah. What's up? Where are you calling from, Savington? We'll just say northern New Jersey. Okay. What's going on tonight, my friend? Uh, yeah, I had a few things I wanted to talk about, so, um... I'm glad, I'm glad you're calling on this line with a few things to talk about. I'm sorry, Tom. That's alright, but let's go forward and see how we do. The floor is yours, Savington. Alright, I'll just, I guess I'll start by saying a few weeks ago, um, I went to go see Brian Wilson do Pet Sounds at Carnegie Hall with my mom. Okay. And um, uh, so then afterwards, waiting in Port Authority, I spotted Petey's brother. And so, um, yeah, we got to talking about some stuff, and 
you know, I was thinking that, you know, I, you know, I think in the, I think of calling every once in a while, and um, you know, PD had just called into the new best show for the first time yeah. uh, ever. It's been a while and, since um, we've heard from you. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I not always live, but I always listen to every show. So, well, that's nice. I and um, so he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you should call." So, uh, yeah, it didn't. I, I can't didn't, handle this phone. I'm sorry, buddy. That phone line's terrible. That was bad, right, Mike? Yeah. 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 Well, it didn't. That's all right. You tried, Mike. You guys, what are you guys doing right now? You, uh, you guys drawing some sort of diagram of what the pizza could look like? And you're gonna, you know, or you're bringing in a uh, architect to to do some blueprints. Who, who, what's that? A lineman. So you gotta get a drafting table in here first. So. Best show, hi. Hi. This is Eleanor from Minneapolis. Eleanor, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What, what, uh, we've spoken before, right? No, this is my first time calling. It's your first time calling. How are you, mm-hmm. Eleanor? I'm good. Now, are you in school? Um, yeah, I'm in, I just started middle school. Middle school. How's that mm-hmm. going? Not very well. It's hard. It can be hard. Mm-hmm. Is it a new school building for you? Yep. It's really big. Mm-hmm. And it's... Just a lot to take in. That's that's definitely a big change. Mm-hmm. And are you uh, are you still getting used to it? Yeah, it's been a couple weeks, but it takes a while. Yeah, well, don't worry, you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You're smart. Thanks. Right? So what 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 to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Well, I'm calling to complain about how I had I used well I was in a junior roller team. Okay. And the place where we were practicing said we cannot practice anymore. Well, I guess the people who were doing it didn't want to, but the government said you have to stop. Them practicing here. What? Yeah, and so it's in the newspapers. There's just like a lot of stuff, and it happened last, well, like last school year, and they still haven't found a place, which is really hard. And it was really, it took a lot of stress out off my back when I had it, but now it's kind of more stress. I'm sorry. Well, first of all. You're you're a, a, a young uh, a, a young kid. The idea that you're talking about how much stress you're carrying at this point upsets me. Yeah. You shouldn't be dealing with. You're you're still a kid, right? You're a kid. Yeah. Still have fun. Yeah. What what's I'm, stressful that's carrying what that you're carrying around? What what kind of stress without without getting too specific, like school well, I stuff. Get- what? Is it school stuff? A lot of school stuff. It's 
I want to get great grades. I want to get good grades. Uh-huh. And it's a big challenge getting around the school in three minutes and and only having ten passes per quarter. So, bathroom passes. Okay. Well, you know what I would say to you? Mm-hmm. You're going to get through it. You're smart. You're focused. You're going to get through it. Don't. But realize this, as somebody who's all the way through school already and has gotten through middle school and then high school, cut yourself mm-hmm. a little bit of slack. Don't don't beat yourself up all the time with this stuff. As yeah. long do your work, be responsible, but don't stress don't make it so that you're torturing yourself with this stuff. I guess you're right. I mean, I just really want to get good grades so I can feel accomplished mm-hmm. because well, you will though. You will you'll if you do the homework, you'll do you'll get good grades and you study. You'll get good grades, mm-hmm. but don't but you does it feel like sometimes there's a line that you can say, "All right, maybe I'm done now and but then you keep going?" Sometimes try to not keep going just for the sake of going. Say, all right, I did my work. I'm being responsible. I'm, I'm on schedule. And now I'm going to do some other things so that I, uh, am not completely stressed out. Yeah. Because what okay. school, schools are going to want somebody who's well rounded also. That's, that's something you have to think of that schools just don't want somebody who only has good grades. They want somebody and more than ever they want this they want they want students who are who have a bunch of interests and things they're enthusiastic about and know things outside of the classroom as well as mm-hmm. in the classroom so you should not be afraid to focus on those things too yeah i'm just going to tell you that i have a binder that's 100 pounds so that's a lot of stress going up to the third floor with a Hold binder on. that's a hundred pounds. Why is your binder a hundred pounds? Because I have a ton of notebooks and books I'm supposed to keep, oh. and a ton of papers. You gotta. There's gotta be a better version of it than you lugging around a hundred. First of all, how can you pick up a hundred pounds? I can't pick up a hundred pounds. Okay, maybe I overreacted. It's probably like I don't know. I but it's don't very wanna, heavy. Is what you're saying. You're saying it's very heavy. Yeah. There's not a version where you can put some things somewhere on the side. Do you have a locker? Yeah, I have a locker, but I only get a couple minutes through passing time, so I don't usually use it. But I guess I could probably put most of my stuff in there. You should like, really. I never... You should try. Try to try to do that because that will make it so you can move around the school easier and you'll get to things on time, if you're not lugging something super heavy, right? Mm-hmm. It's really heavy, but I think once you get used to the school, it's easier. But it's really heavy, and sure. I've done this to I've done this to all my family. I said, "How much do you think this weighs?" And then I give it to them, and then I let go right away, and their arms just falls. Yeah. Well, what really would you be? What would you be doing on a on a night where sometimes you study? 
and keep studying and keep studying. What are other things you'd be interested in doing? You like the roller derby and they won't let you do that anymore because what were they afraid that, that, uh, you guys are going to get hurt? Is that what it is? No, it's just the government. Well, we were, we practiced at an armory. Okay. And so the government said you can't let anyone practice after hours. So, okay. Yeah. Well, well, that's, that stinks. Yeah. But are there other things you'd be interested in the, in the meantime while that sorts itself out? Yeah. I could probably go to roller gardens, which is a roller skating place, or I could probably just like, like play outside. I love playing badminton. Then- but my parents don't get home till a while, so I'm just stuck with my brother. But you know what? It's soon enough. Where you're in Minnesota, mm-hmm. soon it's going to be so cold that you're not going to be able to play badminton. You should play as much badminton now as you can before it starts snowing. Yeah. Get outside. It's like the I love snow. But it's just so hard to do some of my favorite things in the snow. Yeah, so. it sure is. Yeah. So my advice to you, what was your name again? I'm so sorry. Mike wrote your name um, down here. What did he Eleanor. write? I'm trying to read here. No, he's, it's not Eleanor. Hmm. He I don't know. Zorf? Maybe. Z-O-R-F? What? Is your name Zorf? Mm, sorry, I don't think that reads Oh, no, it about. says Eleanor. Okay, it does say Eleanor. Okay. Well, Eleanor... Mm-hmm. You gotta have some fun. You're a kid. Have fun. <laughs> I guess I should. You should. I... I know you should. You do your homework. You study. You're ready for the tests and the quizzes and all that. You're ready for. The, you're doing all that stuff. So go have fun for the rest of it. Go and playing outside is. There's benefits to that. It's not like you're sitting watching TV or playing video games like a bump on a log. You're outside. I, yeah. Well, look, and, I want you to have fun, and then you call me in a couple weeks and tell me about some of the things you've done. Okay. All right, Eleanor? Right. Well, you have a good night. You too. Night. Bye. That's a nice kid. I tell you, I was a kid. This poor kid's lugging around a giant backpack with the thing. It's heartbreaking. Man. Such a loser as a kid. Duh, this is me. Duh. All the time. Duh. Still me. I still don't know much. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's having Tron. I uh, borrowed my mom's cell phone this time, so... Yes, uh, welcome, welcome. Do I sound okay now? Yes, very Okay, good. I will never, if I ever call back again, I will never use that phone. Don't worry, you'll call back and it sounds great. Okay. Um, Where were we? Oh, so yeah, uh, I don't know what I was saying. Um, um, I have something for, well, I have something possible for tonight's topic if we get to it, but um, I have something for the 50th angriest list because I... I believe that's not been filled up yet. What do you got? Okay, so Douglas Levison. Uh, who's that? Um, famously, infamously known as the Trumpet Fight Man from Trumpet Fight Video. 
What? Uh, the, the video where there's a man playing trumpet very badly in New York City, and then there's a small man who comes up and yells at him. Well, I don't know that video. I'll check it out. And if it okay, passes that's, the that's test, my favorite video I'll, ever. I'll, I'll um, definitely check it out. Okay. Sorry, I hung up. I didn't mean to. Best show. Hi. Tom, Tom. We got off to a bad start, Tom. We did? Yeah, Mike put me through again, Tom. I sweet-talked him. I sweet-talked him. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I sensed a great empathy from him. I really did sense a great empathy from him for the, uh, for the average Joe like myself. Yeah. So what do you got, Chief? Well, well, I got a quick story, uh, that happened in New Jersey, actually. Oh, goody. Uh, for the complaint. Sorry? Let's hear it. Story is, I was in a coffee shop with my friend Ben Reed, Collingswood, New Jersey. Nice little quaint town. Went in for a coffee, sat down for a while. Walked out the door past this group of older gentlemen sitting down on their uh, laptops and tablets and such. Brisk day, not too cold. I walk out the door, leave it open, a crack, maybe six inches. And the guy goes, door, door. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, Tom, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I froze. I gave him a withering look. Mm-hmm. Very slowly closed the door, but uh, it ate me up inside. I didn't know what the best move was there at the end. And I was thinking, I, uh, what would you have done, Tom? If what? I had opened the door and it didn't close quickly enough? Well, no. I walked out of the coffee shop. My feet hit the pavement. Yeah. But the door was still open about six inches. And the guy goes, door. Oh, as he was was it moving down. shut at its own slow rate? or No, it was no, no. Now? The door was one of those doors with no spring. Yeah, no well, spring. that's on you. That's on you. Shut the door, stupid. <laughs> Come on. I mean, of course, it was an honest mistake. I accepted the mistake. I'm with them. But that's uh, I'm it's with unacceptable. Them. Hey. Door. That's what you, you heard the right thing. Door. Uh, nah, see, that, I'm with it, them. It, it must be a Jersey thing. It I'm with them. Oh, yeah, I guess, I guess it is a Jersey thing. <laughs> Gotta be. What's that? Gotta be. Yeah. You know what else is a Jersey thing? What? Hanging up on people. Best show. Um. Yes, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? Got a real hot crew running tonight, Mike. Fantastic. What, what's your name, Chief? Jonathan. Where are you calling from? Sioux City. Where? Sioux City. Sioux City, North Iowa? Dakota. Or North Dakota. North Sioux Dakota? Falls. Okay, teach me this. City. One teach of the me. two. All right. What's, what's going on, Jonathan? Two complaints. Uh, and a comment on the, uh, I guess, the, the, the subject tonight, uh, who believes in their own hype. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Change it. Complain-a-thon. That's all we're doing. <sighs> so rigid around here. What? It's rigid. Get off my phone. Rigid. How's that for rigid? You like that? There's some rigid stuff. One strike and you're out, bro. Door. Best show. Hey, Tom, it's Connor. Connor. From New York. Do I know this Connor? Yes, you do. Is this the Connor who plied me with uh, military caffeinated gum? Military-grade gum, yes. Yes, this is a comedian. This guy is one of the 
faces to look out for. You'll see whenever those lists come out, faces to look out for. I don't know. I don't make those. That's not me. No, people you know make them, though. Yes, I am anti those lists. People you work with make those lists. I don't work with them, but people I know. Okay, because this is a guy, his name's Connor O'Malley. I don't work with those losers. And this guy's funny. This guy's one of the funniest guys in the biz. He's one of the funniest guys in the biz. Entertainment biz. He's on my faces to look out for. You like this guy? Oh, man, you got to do a best show. (laughs) Fresh faces. I got to do best show faces of 2018. Wally would be on there. Wally Wacky Man, Connor O'Malley. Avalanche Bob, and then you're just oh, gonna man. be like, "Wait, what and am I? It, what please. went? And that's the list." And then you're just like, "What went wrong with my career?" Oh, good, but or what? What went right? Or I'll put uh, put uh, Joe Firestone on also. Yeah, she's well. She's probably dating Avalanche Bob. Well, you know why I put her on the list is because every list she's on every list automatically. Yeah. Any showbiz list of of people on the rise, they're like, all right, we got Joe Firestone on here. Who else? Who else makes yeah, Who else makes a list? Look, I, I gotta say, she's super funny. I did, uh, did an upcoming episode of her show, Doctor Game Show. Me too. You did? Yeah, I kept telling the callers I was going to beat their asses. <laughs> who are you paired with? Uh, John Reynolds, you know him? John Reynolds, so you, oh, man, that's a good one. I got, Big uh, boy, yeah. Big time boy. You know who I got paired with? Who? Dudio. Who? J- Dudio, the, the guy who oh. works here. Cause you guys were riding together anyway, right? No, we met there. Your Dudio is gonna pick you up at the SRO? What do you think, me and Dudio share a car? <laughs> No, you share a room at a single room occupancy. So yeah, yeah, we were, yeah, we were staying at that hotel across from Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Penn State. I, I stayed at that hotel once. The with hotel like four guys. Yeah. So see, it's a it's a nice place. A nice, a nice the first place. time I came to New York, I stayed there. It was a complete nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Who? I like the idea that someone comes to New York and they're just like, or they're or they're figuring out New York. They're just like. There's a hotel right across the street from Madison Square Garden. That's that was probably the best hotel to stay at. And then and they, Madison Square Garden's got a stay up train station by it underneath it. Then they get there and they're like, "Oh, okay, this is why this this is yeah. Oh, and how much was it? Three hundred eighty nine dollars a night. Oof. No, it's so bad. so uh, yeah, me and. And Dudio did, but you got John Reynolds, man. Yeah, and maybe she's just trying to pair because I, I know Reynolds from Chicago. I mean, you know, you and Dudio are best buds. But wait, man. Oh wait, this sounds bad. It sounds like I don't want Dudio on the thing. Well, you just see him all the time. You know him all the time. It's, yeah. It's fami- look, Dudio. Is he there? Oh, he, oh, he's like how mad he sounds. Oh, I'm here. Look, I had you at the thing. We did it together. It was a blast. I'm just talking about some fresh. Well, this, this John Reynolds, he's on like TV shows and stuff. Tall, handsome too. Well, Dudio's handsome and tall. Yeah, but Reynolds is TV handsome. Well, Dudio's TV handsome also. Look, 
I'll say Reynolds, Reynolds is 1980s TV answer. This is what I'm saying now. I'm changing my thing here. I'm honored that I got to do the Dr. Game Show with Dudio. If they want me back in there, like, and they start naming people, like, who do you want to be with? with the, what what if we had to do it with, like, um, what if Michael Jackson was alive and you did it with him? If I did Dr. Game Show with Michael Jackson, <laughs> that would be. Yeah. And some dumb game, some dumb caller calls in with a dumb game. And then my, I have to like compete with Michael, against Michael Jackson. I can say this, Dudio, you're my number one pick for anything. Number one. I don't care. They could come to me and be like, Hey, you want to do this thing? Uh, they got, uh, what's his face wants to do it? Uh, the, uh, the Robert uh, Downey Jr. wants to do it. Be like, yeah, well, I want Dudio to do it. So Connor O'Malley dot com. At Connor O'Malley. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What, Are you still off Twitter? Yeah, I'm off Twitter and I, I, How does I, it feel? Great. It's really great. I don't miss it you at all. You don't miss it at all? No. You don't think like, oh, yeah, there's a dumb picture. I wish I could, uh. No. I just dumped, I just dumped Instagram over the weekend. How is that? But did you delete the app or did you delete the account? I just pulled it off all my, uh, off my phone. I didn't delete the account. But you still got it on your iPad and your iPad Mini. I don't have an iPad or an iPad Mini. <laughs> you got an iPad Mini in your car. I have, sure, in my car, yes. I have an iPad Mini. I have two <laughs> iPads. You have an iPad for the back seat. I have two iPad Minis, which equal one iPad. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the back, I have three iPad Minis, which add up to one and a half iPads. I gotta say, Dudio's gonna be so mad. Oh my god, the messes I make here. He's so he's so mad now because I said I wanted to do the thing with the guy from uh from what you call it. What's the show he's on? Uh, Search Party, Stranger Things. Uh, Dudio, I still want you. Dude, I would I would I'd say Dudio would be pretty good too if they paired me up with Dudio. Oh, I wouldn't look, I wouldn't be this. too mad. It was a blast. Me and Dudio did it. It's gonna be one. It's gonna be. It's one of the funniest things going, right? It was really fun. I'll say. I'll say that. He's so quiet. He's so quiet now. I blew it. I get. What do I gotta do? Get a gift card for this guy now? Go get him a I, gift card to Panera. Yeah. Or, or I go to Lowe's. Yeah. Lowe's. <laughs> like, oh, like I'll go to Walgreens and they have that rack of gift cards that yeah. you can get. I like what. Well, yeah, I got you six gift cards for ten dollars each. I got you a Toys R Us, Lowe's. I can't believe I can't believe that that was. Remember, it was like, oh, this is such a good idea when that came out, and that lasted for like ten years. That people still thought that that was like. I guess we still valued currency at some point. It wasn't just like uh, a number that you send to somebody on Venmo. You mean the idea of getting a gift card? Yeah, I remember. Well, yeah, I remember like getting like a Best Buy gift card. Like, yes. But it's just a bailout gift is what it is. It's just, yeah. I, I think it'll go, it'll be there forever as long as someone's in a car driving to a family member's house and they're just like, Oh no, <laughs> we forgot Keith. And then they're just I like, got my wife 15, uh, uh gift card yeah. to then the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a Walgreens pulling. What does he like? He likes computer stuff. Get him this <laughs> Apple one. 
I again this iTunes thing. Great iTunes. No, I, no, you get the Best Buy because you can get electronics or CDs. Yes, or movies. Yeah. Did you have Montgomery Wards in Jersey? Was that a department store? Yeah. I think we had that. Yeah. I, I like, loved it. <laughs> I loved Wards when I was a kid. Is that a Chicago thing? Like the I think pizza? they were headquartered in Chicago, yeah. Is Montgomery Ward's the deep dish pizza of department stores? Yeah, let's go to Ward's, get a deep dish pizza, <laughs> and... Uh, a hot dog that has cucumbers on it. Hot dog with a salad on it. Get some patronage jobs from our alderman. <laughs> and um, hyper-segregate the city. Let's do that this afternoon. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a, that's called a that's just a fun afternoon in Chicago. Yeah, and then go see uh, let's go see a Cubs game. Let's play. Have you, have you spent much time in Wrigleyville? I've never been to Wrigley Field. Oh, don't go. Why is that? Well, I'm allergic to vine, so I, that might be a bad fit. First, you're allergic to what? Vine. Oh yeah, tons of vine around there. Yeah. The neighborhood is what's a complete nightmare. Mike, have you ever been to Chicago? You have not. I tried to call in last week. Mike was uh, giving me some guff. Ooh. Told me, uh, he's like, uh, what are you, laying in bed? Oh. And then he said, why don't you go splash? He's like, you got any water around? I was like, water? He's like, yeah, go splash your face. You know what I got to say? I'm, I'm siding with Mike on this one. Because you know why? Not that you needed that, but Mike is always—he's—he's his 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 priorities lie with the calls, and he's not—he's not going to just roll over. He's going with what he hears, Connor. I respect that, but I will—I will put him on the topic. I'll say that he believes his own hype. Mike believes. I would agree with that also. Mike definitely—he's one of the rare people where it becomes a strength. Yes, he's turned it into an attribute. Mike, Mike's belief of his own home. And I want to say, how many of those dumb headshots have you sold, Mike? The new ones. There's a new one Mike is doing where it's signed with a gold pen. It's twice the price. It's $20 <laughs> for the headshot. And he signs it 2017 Podcast Hall of Fame with a gold Sharpie. And it's $20. He sold 10 of them so far. I've just seen the one. Is there one that's got like multiple looks, like a policeman, a fire chief? That should be the next robber. one. Like a baby, like him with a giant <laughs> lollipop. Yeah, fun one. Just uh, and then there should be a resume on the back with fake uh, credits. Yeah, with his with his uh, other skills and things. It should be like uh, played Tom Cruise in War of Worlds. Connor, this is the greatest. This is this is the next one. The AP Mike four panel headshot. Or you know what you should do? You know how they have those like people in uh, third world countries that will write anything? Uh-huh. He should hire them to write a resume. Over like Fiverr? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mike, go to Fiverr, hire someone to write your resume, and then we'll uh, we're going to stage a photo shoot with you for a new headshot. And you're going to have to dress like a, a, a cop, a fancy fireman. fireman, fancy boy from the 30s, 
And, and, what, what, uh, was, what was cop, fireman, security guard, and then like, uh, uh like another one, a doorman. It's like three of them look very much the same. Just stra- strangely functional for like, I don't, I don't think we can see this guy in anything other than some sort of, some sort of city worker role for this yeah. movie. Which wow. oh, be the deuce, he'd be great on the deuce as the, uh, elevator inspector. On the take. <laughs> Mike on the deuce as an elevator, in, as a crooked elevator inspector. All right. All right, Connor. Which, uh, Connor, I'm going to, bo- I got to roll. Every line is lit up. All right. Well, let's figure you coming out. I keep saying that to you, but I'm going to figure it out now. And let's what's do no- it. What's November like for you? Uh, yeah, mate, I think I'm around. Well, so I'll email you. Please. You're one of my favorites, buddy. One of my favorites. Okay, you have a great night. You too, buddy. Bye. Connor O'Malley checking in. That's fun. Hey, Dudio. You know I love you. You know, it's all, it's only sport. Look, we were doing this Dr. Game Show thing. The first thing when they said, hey, you're going to get to do it with Dudio. First thing I said, no joke. Are you sure Dudio wants to do it with me? I wrote to them. I was like, yeah. I said, are you sure? You just don't want me to, because it's like, you don't want it. You're not going to feel like it's like, oh, it's another best show thing, Dudio and Tom. Like, you don't want, you want to, you don't want to break from me? I just asked, right? That's totally true. I get, and look, I'll say this. If it came down to me versus John Rawls, Dudio shoved me out the window so fast. Between me and the guy on search party, Dudio said he, he he would he would move on so quick. He'd be like, oh, "I know that guy from UCB and blah blah uh, blah blah blah." Yeah, okay, I get it. What else is new? I'm missing out again, right? I tell you. We're doing complain-a-thon. Let's do it. It's time. Let the complain-a-thon truly begin. First thing I want to come, and I want this to be positive too, in a way. And ultimately, when you complain, let's try to find something positive that you can think about instead of the thing you're complaining about. Cause yeah, look, do I, 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 I know, look. I have two arms. I got two legs. I'm healthy. I get to, I'm, I'm doing okay in that regard. Knock on wood. Doing okay. I know there's things I have that I'm grateful for and I'm not saying I have nothing. But yeah, you know, just cause you, just cause someone else has got it worse than you don't mean you ain't got nothing to complain about. You know? I gotta tell you, I keep calling certain people, leaving messages. Hey, it's Tom. Hey, it's Tom, your friend, Tom. No, never called back. There's probably about six people not talking to me right now. Just kills me. And there's three of them who I really haven't talked to in a long time. It hurts. Hurts. Yeah, but look, you know what? Positive thing, I got people I do talk to. How about that? There's three people not talking to me. I can think of three who are. Dudio, Mike, and... Pe- oh. 
pad. How are we doing on that pizza? It's here. Mike, one to ten pizza. What's this, what's your review? Eight. Eight. Studio. Eight point five. Pat. Okay, and the vote's not in yet for Pat. He's going to eat it soon. <clears throat> oh. And yeah, am I am I floundering this year? Yeah. Basically, had another uh, thing dry up on me uh, over the last few days. I'm now 0 for 8 for the year, pretty much, on job opportunities. And uh, sure, it's the weirdest year. It's strange. You know what it's like? It's like walking into a casino and then like luck be a lady is playing as you walk toward the blackjack tables. And then suddenly three minutes later, you're like, what just happened? Oh my God. The, I just kept losing and lose it. I lost, I lost, I lost bad. And you're just not even sure how quickly it happened? Yeah. But look, I'm still in the mix. Find a positive for a negative. I'm still in it, a positive for a negative. And look, sure, did I start the year out as co-EP on an HBO show? Yeah, I did. Getting ready for second season? Yeah, I did. And now 10 months later, I find myself, uh, finding out that I, my, my, uh, acting role of me, uh, as a, uh, in a Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial, I was cut out of the commercial. Is there, is one, is one better than the other being co-EP on an HBO show and then find, and then, you know, I'm not sure which is which. It's just, it's up and down. Who even knows which one's better or worse? Having a writing job on a, a, a top-notch cable channel or finding out by watching the commercial that you're not in it while you watch football and you realize, oh, I'm not in the commercial. How about that? The one with the painting, Mike. The painting took my job. If you're happy, I have been replaced by a painting. I was beat out by the painting in the KFC commercial I acted in. But look, some might say that's a a plummet. That's like falling out of a plane into the Grand Canyon. Like below the surface. Like falling into like a cave. Like, whoa, well, can you believe it? He fell out of that plane and he should have hit the ground, but he kept falling. He fell into that hole that we don't know how far down that thing goes. Some would say that that's what that is to go from being on a show to finding out while watching television that you're not in the commercial. Sure. Yeah, well, at least I got to dress up like a uh, butler in the middle of August. It was a 
great thing to be wearing a full butler outfit during a heat wave. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Maybe I'm done. Maybe I'm done. I don't know. Maybe I am. And if I am, so what? So be it. What are you going to do? Am I a bad person? Are there people that don't talk to me? I don't know. Does that make me... Do they think I'm a bad person? Maybe. I don't think I'm a bad person. Maybe I am. I quit all the social media. Trying to uh, find a little bit of peace and focus on uh, bigger things and 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 and, uh, and focus on some 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 larger things I want to accomplish. Not on Twitter anymore. Hey, look, I'll say this. How is no but everybody's everybody's like complaining about everything right and like really like and and justifiably so most of the time i feel like with people are holding bad people's feet to the fire which it should be doing but it's like how does this twitter get a pass from from like as a corporation you know this awesome place that AP Mike does not have a check next to his account, but uh, Richard Spencer, I believe, does. That's, well, actually, that's, no, that's not fair. That's, Mike doesn't have a check. He's got, can't get verified. Yeah, this dumb platform. Yeah, basically, hmm, that's, you like the president, that's how we, he's president now, is this dumb Social media site. That's why. But by all means, keep keep using it all day. Everybody should stand up to that dumb thing and shut it down. Quit for a week. Just bring that thing to its knees. Twitter. Send that thing crashing down, man. Yeah. But now look, now a positive thing. I'm going to switch it out for a positive thing. Then I think of the things I get to do. Like now I'm going to, I'm focusing on, on getting some, some writing of substance done, hopefully. And then getting some reading of substance back into that again. Got knocked off, uh, off point a little bit with that. Hopefully can, uh, that's the goal now. Yeah. It's good. The bad and the good. Can't have one without the other. Well, actually, you could. You could have nothing but good. And wouldn't be, wouldn't mind seeing what that's like. But yeah, look, it's a weird, bad year. What are you going to do? I had a good time at Comic-Con this week. Boy, that was fun being there. I got to do the Steven Universe panel and the, the, the autograph. It was great. It was a lot of fun to see all the people on Steven Universe. And yeah, that was a good time. Comic Con, little troubling in spots. If cosplay is a stock, if that was the stock market, you're in trouble if you're holding shares, a lot of shares of Harley Quinn. But boy, you're rolling in it if you got shares of Rick. 
from Rick and Morty. You are flush now. A lot of Ricks at Comic-Con. A lot of Ricks. White coat, blue, blue, uh, fright wig. A lot of Ricks. And I thought the fans of Rick and Morty acquitted themselves beautifully when the disgusting dipping sauce for the disgusting chicken things at McDonald's when they didn't make enough of this knockoff thing that they tried to make like it was endorsed by Rick and Morty but really wasn't. And people went to McDonald's and lined up to get trash that they still had all the other trash McDonald's still had all the other trash they sell available including four other disgusting sauces were still available and yeah it's a it's a priorities everyone's priorities are in in order to go to McDonald's and scream how they don't have the ironic dipping sauce there it's a great use of time reinstate the draft might be time to reinstate the draft just for Rick and Morty fans right and don't send them to combat just put them into service build barns right rake leaves in the park yeah McDonald's Szechuan sauce. Can you imagine? Can you imagine going to, I can yeah. Do I go to McDonald's? Yeah, like once every, every four to six months, I end up there. I get a flight, either I'm on the road, if I'm on like some kind of horrible road trip, and it's just like, well, I guess I'm eating something at McDonald's. Like that, when you're just driving. It's never good. It's disgusting. I like the filet of fish bun. I would eat the filet of fish bun if they just sold the bun. I'd eat that. They gotta put some indeterminate, some fish of indeterminate whatever on. I don't know what that is. What is that for fish? Right? Yeah. So they choke that down and then you, you move on, you don't come back for a while. But then, like, oh, they got the, the, set. Rick wanted the sauce. And they got it. Let me go get some. It would be funny if I got the sauce, right? And then, wait, they don't have any? Uh, look, I get it. You ain't got nowhere else to go, right? You got nowhere else to go. You go to McDonald's. You do it. You do it. It's a goof. You go. You have, I do stuff for a goof. I get it. The other day, I'm walking my dog, Good and Poochie. We're walking uh, past a traffic light. There's a car stopped at the traffic light. And we're just crossing the crosswalk. And then I see in the car waiting at the red light, there's two kids in it. And what do they do? They lean on their horn right as me and my dog walk in front of them. And look, part of me was like, that's horrifying. And you scared me. Like my dog didn't care. Good and Poochie don't care. But then I was just like, yeah, you guys are dumb kids. Good for you. That's what you're supposed to be doing. 
blowing the horn at the person for literally no reason just to do it because it's wrong. You know it's wrong. I knew it was wrong. You did it. I got it. I'm okay with it. You blew the horn at me. Thankfully, you didn't scare my dog. All's all right. I know what it's like to be a, a dumb kid. I'm barely not a dumb kid at this point. So I get it. You go to McDonald's, if it's a goof, you get the sauce from the thing. And then it's not there, and then you start jumping around and screaming. Why not? McDonald's sucks. Everything sucks. Might as well act like act like it's important to you, even though it's not. Right? I don't know. But come on, guys. It's just a show. It's just a cartoon. Just don't get... Don't live a life for, for the lulls. Don't live for the lulls. Know when to check in and check out with that stuff. That's all. But it's funny. You go to McDonald's, you jump on the counter. Well, that's not funny to jump on the counter. That one kid screaming and jumping on the counter. And that's like, these employees don't need that. Great. That dumb sauce that they were supposed to send us, and they only sent us 10 packs of it. Now there's 500 people here at this McDonald's. They got sold out by the company. Can you imagine that, Mike? Right? Yeah. Mike actually was, uh, Mike actually went to the, uh, he heard that the, uh, that the, uh, solar powered, uh, quick check in Bayonne was going to have a special, uh, dipping sauce from, uh, <laughs> from the, from uh, all in the family. He wanted some, uh, meatheads meat sauce. They were going to have a dipping sauce, and then they didn't have it, so he climbed up on the uh, solar panels and was uh, screaming about Dingbat. <laughs> and now he's a spokesman for Antenna TV. They they saw him up there, and they realized he uh, he is now the face of Antenna TV. A lot of Ricks at Comic-Con. And then I was there on Sunday, and one of the saddest things is when it rains outside of Comic-Con. Oh. These people did not expect to get wet. Right? Yeah. This guy dressed as... Yeah, like Darth Vader never walked in the rain. Through Midtown. He's not expecting that. To have to get wet. And who's the character from the Star Wars movie? Who's the woman from the movie now? Dudio? Ray. I saw someone dressed as Ray. And she had the best costume. And she had this little wagon with her that was basically BB-8. And she looked just like her and she, and the costume was perfect and BBA looked perfect. And she's getting wet in this thing. 
It's like, man, this stinks. You didn't, you deserved better. But the Ricks, they, they can get wet. Come on, guys, with Rick, Rick and Morty. Calm down. Just realize the McDonald's employee, they didn't ask. What if we do a class action lawsuit? Great, go for it. Get Matlock to represent you, right? My clients here were uh, wronged when the McDonald's did not get the Szechuan, the Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce, the dipping sauce they were promised for the buttermilk chicken McNuggets. Now I feel when you promise that uh, McDonald's is going to get in the Szechuan sauce, they, they are expecting Szechuan sauce. And the judge is like, fine, I rule in favor of the plaintiff. Ten Szechuan sauce packs for all of you. Beshow, hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Must have split. Beshow, hi. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? It's the H-Man. Oh my god, it's the H-Man as I live and breathe. The H-Man, who is the brother of Wally Wacky Man's operator. Yes. How, How are, are you, you doing, Tom? I'm good. I haven't spoken to you in so long. You are in Los Angeles? I am. How's that going? Uh, things are good, yeah. Um, things are going well. I took a little change in, in my career path, but it's it's going really well. What are you doing now? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, well, I, I'm still a production assistant, but instead of being on set, uh, I work in animation. Okay. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. You can't say what um, show you maybe work on, can you? I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer not to. Of course. To no, no, of course. See, I'm, I'm not being respectful. But you're working, which is what matters. Yes. Good. H-Man, you're one of my favorite people. You used to come up to the best show and hang out, and we had so much fun when it was you and your, your Z-Man and his dead puppet and all <laughs> that stuff. You were, you were battling to be my protege, and now you, you are now in Los Angeles. You are now an adult. It's great. I, I like to think so, sometimes. <laughs> So what what do what do I have the pleasure of this call, H man? Oh well, you know, I just I uh, I did want. I mean, I was originally going to add something to the original topic, but I do have something for the complainathon. What do you have for the complainathon? Um, my complaint is that so whenever I listen to the show, it seems like it's become a regular tradition that you guys order pizza. But my complaint is on your behalf. If 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 you can't eat the pizza during the show and you have to wait till the end when it's cold and there's maybe one slice left. Maybe someone should be like, hey, Tom's always buying us pizza. Why don't we order it early so it gets there before the show starts? Right? Yes, yeah, certainly would think so, wouldn't you, H-Man? <laughs> yeah, 
if, if I were running the, the behind the scenes of your show, I would do it, Tom. Well, no, look, they need they have to have a four and a half hour meeting about the pizza though before the thing. <laughs> it's like it's like I've bought I've bought cars quicker than than these three guys ordered a pizza. <laughs> and now they're going to be mad. I tell you, I'm doing it again. Oh boy. I zung Dudio with the thing and not that I did thing. He's mad at me. Now Pat's going to be mad about the pizza thing. Mike's the only one that's doing all right. Mm. He's because he doesn't even know where he is. <laughs> not even sure where he is. If you asked him right now where are he he would say, how many guesses do I get? Yeah. H man, am I going to see yeah. you anytime soon? You're never out here anymore, are you? I know. I've been I've been very preoccupied out here. I'm coming home for uh, Thanksgiving. Um, okay. I don't know what your schedule is like, but that's... Well, if, that's, you're, if, that's you're, if you're around, my friend, I hope we cross paths. I hope so, too, Tom. It's been way too long. It's been since, like, the middle of 2015 since I last Yeah, year. well, please let me know. Okay. You have a great... I know, I wanted, okay, to, go ahead. Go, go I wanted ahead. to say something. Yeah? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's all yours. It's all yours, H-Man. Uh, I wanted to say um, about uh, Rebecca's interview last week. I thought it was really wonderful. It was really cool to have you guys talking on the show, and it was cool to kind of see similarities in, in me moving out here and kind of being like, and kind of having the best show there to kind of help me get through the first like year or so, just kind of not knowing my place in LA at the time. Well, that's that's very nice of you to say. That's that's very sweet of you to say that, H man. I appreciate. Well, it. I, I mean it. The show has huh? been a huge part of my life for as long as I've been listening and. Well, I, I, I've listened to so, so many parts of the the, the box set. I, I just put, put it on shuffle on my on my phone on my, on my iPod when I'm driving. I still also have an iPod. I know I know you you've talked about that in the past. I'm one of the few people who still I do. I, I have an iPod one. in my car. The only three who have iPods now it's me, you, and Baby Driver. We're the only three. Yeah. With iPods, right? <laughs> exactly. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, take care, Tom. You have a great night. You too. Still going to clip him off there. Hey, Mike. Is Dudio mad at me? You think so? How about Pat? It's very quiet out there. Man, I blew it. I blew it. Hey, would you do me a favor, Mike? Would you go to Walgreens and get get Pat a, a $20 Lowe's gift card and get Dudio a uh, home de- $20 Home Depot card? Yeah. All right? And then go in the card aisle. And they got those funny cards. You know the funny ones? No, get one that has a chip in it that plays a song. Right? No, get one that plays like... There's got to be like Star Wars ones that'll play like... Right? Get two of those. Put the card in it. And just bring it in here. I'll sign it. Okay? All right. Thanks, Mike. And Mike, grab yourself a uh, a gift card while you're at it. 
What do you want? Cabrera's? What do you want? Macaroni grill? Outback? Yeah, don't be afraid to grab your own, throw 20 bucks on it for yourself. No card, though. No card. Not made of money. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom, how are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is John in D.C. John in D.C., what's up, John? Not much. Um, I have a complaint, but it is a positive complaint. What do you got? Because it will help people do the right thing when they want to do a nice, polite thing that I think we all... Yeah, like to do, um, but sometimes I just, um, yeah. this, there's this one little aspect of it that, okay, um, let me just sit up. Let's say you're going into the Wawa and you, you're holding the door for someone, you're pulling it out so someone else can leave because you saw them through the glass door. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, let's say you're distracted or the, there's a lot of glare and so you, you don't see through the glass, so you go in and you're halfway in and then you see that someone's coming. Yeah. Don't do that weird thing where you kind of stick one arm back at a funny angle and act like that's holding the door. I mean, because you're in the way and yeah. like your body is taking up half of the doorway. Yeah. Step out of the way. Yeah. Clear Just path. keep going. It's too late. Clear path. I'm with you on that. Clear path. Yeah. Especially when, they've, when they're carrying stuff. Clear path. Well, I mean, if they're carrying a lot, then, I mean, you could help them by, like, stepping back out and yeah, holding no, no, the door no, yeah, if you yeah, want to no, be, you know. Get out of the way. Okay. Right? That is what... John, 100%, 100%, I'm with you. Okay. All right, you have a great night. That's it. Yeah, you too. All right. Is anybody watching this uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Oh, boy. Right? Rusty? Rusty much? First of all, this episode was like 35 minutes long. Most recent episode. Where, where, where are they doing this show? What, what planet is this show taking place on? It's like, they, it's like taking place in a dirty joke book. It's like that's the world that this show takes place in. It's like a dirty joke book. Like he, Larry goes out of a hotel room. What's the first thing he sees? A hooker. Just in the hallway. A hooker. And she's like, I'm a hooker. Yeah, like they're dirty jokes. Yeah. No, but by all means, he should have a show and I should be. Eight years he's stepped away from the thing and I'm getting cut out of the chicken commercial. That's great. That's great. I, it was it was a good lesson for me to get. It was very constructive. I, I probably learned more getting cut out of the chicken commercial than I would have if it would be running now and I'd be getting residuals every time it aired. No. I, I did have a line. Oh, Best show, oh, hi. Oh, she's like, I'm Hello? Yes, hi. Hey, Tom. It's Kevin Philadelphia. Let me just say this also about this Curb Your Enthusiast. It's the only show... It's the only show I wish wasn't in high def. Like, I'm, I want to... Can someone ask someone over at HBO, is there a low def version of this? I really have to see every... Every... Uh, everything on Funkhauer's face and hair. I got to see that in high def. This, uh... uh the, the, the What's his face? Uh, Richard Lewis. 
I gotta see that in high def. Oh boy, who? What's that, Mike? Yeah, no, no one on the show looks healthy because everybody's seventy-five. That's why. Jeff Garland looks like he looks like a Ryan Gosling on the show because he's fifty-eight. He's some who's this? Who's this? Uh, who's this uh, youngster? Larry, what's wrong with you, Larry? You moron! Who's calling now? Welcome, hi. Yes, you. Hi, this is Jacob in Philadelphia. Jacob, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well. What's going on? I have a very specific Wawa complaint, kind of like the last guy. Well, look, I know Wawa like nobody's business. <laughs> I was at a Wawa today, as a matter of fact. So I'm going to see if this Wawa complaint of yours is legit. Go ahead. Okay. It's kind of every gas station, but I notice it more and more at Wawa's in Philly. Is people? It's like really congested. Everybody's trying to get gas. People park at the gas pumps, go inside the store for like 10 or 15 minutes, and then people are lining up trying to get in the, in the spot when they leave. It quickly becomes chaotic. What you should do is park at the pump, get your gas, then move your car. Yeah, of course. And then go in the store. No, that's impossible. Who would do? That's like so. You're expecting everything it's, to it's go insane. perfectly. You're expecting everything to Am just I? go perfectly. If okay, if you okay. try to park, if you try to park, if you try to pull up to the pump, run in to buy things, and get out in time. To, for your gas to be done, no, that's, you're, you're, it's, it's, that's foolhardy. Oh no, I mean they, they just park and then they go inside and then they come out and pump their gas. What? Yeah, yeah. Wait, back, it, it makes everything take so long. Back this up now. You show up <laughs> okay, at Wawa. Yeah, every pump is full. There's cars without any people in them or any people pumping gas just pumped it. Just park the gas pumps. Yeah. No, don't leave your car unattended. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. We're don't, on the same page. You don't leave your car unattended. Get your gas. Either go into the Wawa, get what you want, and then pull up to the pump and get your gas and sit in your car the whole time and get it done. Or go to the pump first, then go into the Wawa, wash your hands if you had to pump your own gas, <laughs> and then get your things and leave. Agreed. 100% agreed. My friend, great call. Thank you. Can I can I do two more things and then I'll let well, you go? Let's hear one more and I'll decide whether you can do the third one. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, I, I'm very excited about the new Destroyer album. I met you at a Destroyer show like two years ago and they're playing here against you and I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, bro, I heard the, I've had the album for a month and a half now. It's a great album. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm excited sick of to it. hear it then. Well, sick of it, bro. No, I'm kidding. It's, <laughs> it's a really good album. I'm not sick of it at all. I've been listening to it. It's fantastic. Ken, awesome. the new Destroyer album, Ken. Great. Okay, what's the third thing? Uh, can I recommend you a movie? Yes. Patterson, it came out last year, directed by uh, Jim Jarmusch. Yeah, I want to see it. I didn't get to see it. I want to see it. Yeah, it made me miss living in New Jersey. It's such a beautiful little movie. It's very calming. 
and it's just all about Patterson, New Jersey. I loved it so much. My friend, you went three for three tonight. Congratulations. Thank you for the call. Thank you, Tom. Have a great night. You take care. Bye. That's a call. Now that's a caller. You know, I tell you, sometimes you just, yeah, 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 you know. Sometimes they string it together. They do a good job. Right? They string it together. They pull it off. They figure out how to make it happen. They pull it off. And it's all there. And it all comes together. Show hi. Hello. Hi, this is Becca from Vancouver Island, British Columbia. Becca from Vancouver, hi. British Columbia, Canada. How are you tonight, Becca? Vancouver Island. Vancouver British Island. Columbia, yes. Hi. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Well, I was calling because I was. Affected by your caller earlier, Eleanor, who's just started middle school. Yeah. And she, yeah, uh, I hope she has someone to talk to. Uh, that's my advice uh, for her. Yeah, that poor kid's um, running herself ragged. Really, too. really hard uh, aspect. Like, yeah. It's, it's such a hard transition to make in your life. Going to middle when, school. Uh, well, we went in, where I grew up, we went from, uh, grade seven, uh, K to grade seven was elementary school, and then eight to twelve was high school, and the transition was very intense. Well, Becca, the- Becca, first, before, before I forget, I want to say to you okay. and all my friends from, uh, from Canada, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thanks. Yeah. We don't take it that seriously up here. <laughs> Really? But I appreciate that, yeah. No, we no, just, that's I fine. mean, it's, it's, it's no, nice I take have, it like, back. No, I take it back. You have the harvest, but thank you no, no, so much No, no, I took it back. You don't that. take it seriously. I'm taking it back. I'm uh, withdrawing no, okay. the happy Thanksgiving wishes. Thank you for that. So, I appreciate yeah, it. So, so for so you, much. moving, going to grade seven, that was a challenge. Yeah, because we went from, like, a small school to, like, a giant school with 18-year-old men with mm-hmm. beards and stuff. Yeah. And it was freaky. And a lot of the things that she mentioned really resonated with me. Like, yeah, the... I don't want to, you know, say details. Like, yeah, I want to respect hard. Her, her, her stuff. But, yeah, it, I kind of... And for the complaints department, but let's just say this, Becca. First, before you get started, flawed. Becca, you made it through it, though, right? You made it through the school. I sure did. And that can stand as something that Eleanor can can look up to and see that even when it's hard, people get through it. Yeah, that's. I guess that's. So what? All I wanted to what, do. What's flawed? What was say. flawed? Pardon me? Well, you were saying something was flawed, and uh, I missed what you were saying. Oh, in the system, uh, well, there were a few things. Like, it's a legitimate problem that in this day and age, K-12 
kids should be having sore backs from carrying around books. Yeah, I know. First of all, I had that problem. That was a big one. Like, you got to haul all your stuff around, and there was textbooks then. And I imagine now in the future there is Internet textbook. So, uh, yeah, she shouldn't have to have a sore back, and she shouldn't have limited that access to the washroom. Yeah, that no, was that, that, that part of only That's having... nonsense. That's straight-up balderdash. Because you know what I... Look, and I'm not saying this is what anybody would do. It would be like, oh, I only get 10 passes for the thing. Well, hmm. we're all going to have a real problem when exactly. I need that 11th pass. This is going yeah. to be our problem. Yes. If you're so concerned about it, hire a bathroom monitor. Yeah. Exactly. Who decides yeah. whether, like, come Wait, on. Are they hiring yeah. people bathroom? Are they just hiring bathroom go, monitors? Just let kids go to the bathroom. If you're, like, worried that they're using it for nefarious purposes. Yeah, exactly. Then that's a bigger problem. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Becca. You are a voice yeah, so of wisdom. Eleanor, you sound like an awesome, awesome person, and you need to say that. Are you excited? Are you amazing. excited about the pride of Vancouver Destroyer, the new album? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You sound very excited. Absolutely. You have a great night. Have a great night. You Thank you, Tom. Hey, Dudio. Could you come in here? Do you mind? How are you? Good. Oh, good. Uh, how are we doing? I'm good. Can I uh, get you any? What do you want? You want fifty dollars? Would that? Perfectly fine. No, you like fifty? good. You want fifty? Would fifty make all this go away? No, no, no. Fifty. No, no. Sixty? Not even needed. Eighty. Not needed. Okay, fine. A hundred. Not needed. Not needed. But want? But would it make? I'm not asking if it's needed. John William, what was his name? John Williams, the composer? No, the. For Star Wars? No, what's the guy? John Reynolds? Uh, yeah, John Reynolds. I don't want that guy. Any, look. We had a good show. We had a great show. They're all going to see what it's like yeah. when two funny people are locked in. Right. We don't even know if their show was funny. Yeah, look. That John Reynolds sure guy. Was. I'm sure it was very fun. I'm sure it was perfectly fine. Yeah. But I know ours was. Magic. It was. And you gave me an out. You did. did give me an out. I wanted to make sure I wasn't stepping on your toes and no. just like something where you're just like, yeah. can I do anything that's not tied to the best show at some point? <laughs> that's what I was picturing you. Oh, I, and I'm proud to have you be a part of the show and yeah. I'm proud of the show also. I just didn't want it to be something where you're just like, you know, at some point I need to be my own person. No. That's all I want it to be. And no. look, I know every tensions are running a little high out there. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. All right. That answer. That answers some stuff. Hey, Pat. Would you be able to come in here for a second? How are you? Good. What's uh? How's it going out there? It's going good. Fun. People a little tense out there. Who's tense? Who is it? Who's who's making it tense? Who's making it tense? Uh. I guess Jason a little Jason. bit. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah. You want like fifty dollars with that? No. No. Okay. No, that's all right. Sixty. It's fine. Oh, okay. All right. It's Good. Fine. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. How's the pizza? It's good. Um, Mike was Mike was really throwing a fit that he was. Yeah. This is what Mike was sick of, the good pizza. Mm-hmm. You guys have been ordering this great pizza every it's amazing, week. Amazing, right? Yeah, it's amazing pizza. And Mike's finally like, I'm a little sick of the. Pi-. Oh, you're sick of the good pizza? Yeah. By all means, let's get some trash in here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For for years we ordered uh, the yeah. other kind. Yeah. Then I find a good place. Yeah. And he, yeah, apparently, apparently his uh, t- taste buds were a little exhausted by all that great pizza. So, what? How's this pizza this week? It's good, it's but good. Uh, I misordered. I think a little because we all really wanted the mushroom, and now uh, I hate to say this on air, but yeah. um, there's a, there's only one mushroom left for you when the show's done. All right. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All one's all I want. Okay. I'm lucky to get the one slice. Okay. Thank you, Pat. Sorry about that. Oh no, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Sixty. It, it, I think. I think. It, but this is sixty. Might have went away with that uh, second slice. That. Best show. Hi. Hi. How's it going, Tom? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Ryan from Chicago. Ryan from Chicago. What's up, Ryan? Uh, well, I just had one for the topic and then like a little something extra. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. All right. Well, uh, so my one complaint is, uh, I work at this small little coffee shop and, um, it's like a small chain in the area. And, uh, this past Friday, uh, was our payday. And I don't get direct deposit. I, I'm one of the few people who just received a paper check. Um, and my check hadn't shown up to work, uh, that day. And so I asked my man, like my, uh, disc manager was there. And I asked, Hey, do you know when my check might be in? You know, just wondering, kind of need the money or whatever. <laughs> and she goes, Oh, it should be here in like, you know, half an hour. And then a couple hours go by and I ask her, Hey, uh, do you have that? Do you know when the check's going to show up? Just wondering. And then she's like, she asked me if I needed my check that day when everyone else had already been paid. And I was just, I, uh, I don't know. It just (laughs) look, if they're going to, if they're going to offer paper checks as an option, they have to tighten it up on their end. Yeah. And like, it was such, it's just like, it's such a small chain. I'm not, I'm not going to say the name of it, of course, but I was just like, man, like, where, you think it'd be easy to get some, che- like, the checks to each store when they're all in like kind of a relatively close area in the city, yeah. you know? Did you, did you just curse? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it sure sounded like you did, but we'll let it go. Um, so what did you do then? You took it out on your local McDonald's, jumped around. Actually, and I was, screaming I was working Rick. that day, and there was a McDonald's right down the street from us, so I could see from our window uh, a giant line about halfway down the That's block of a bunch of 
Rick and Morty fans. Um, and look, this is also, I think Rick and Morty, I think it's a great show. It's a great show. I, think I it's agree. Really, yeah. It's really funny. And I get the idea of pouring out to a McDonald's and being a goofball. It's fine. But just, you gotta just know where, where the line is. That's all. There's no. Yeah. I, having worked in the service industry for a while now, I, I had nothing but sympathy for any of those workers who had to. I mean, I'm sure there were plenty of nice, decent people who understood the situation, yeah. but. Just know who you're screaming at when, just know who it is when you're screaming that you're pickle Rick. Uh, in their face. Just remember that person doesn't own McDonald's and didn't come up with the promotion. Yeah, right. And look, AP Mike lost his temper. He went to the, oh, yeah. he went to the, uh, the quick check in Bayonne. And he, he was mad that, uh, they did not have the, uh, the the uh, he wanted the ballers was uh, had, had was supposed to have this icy hot that they, uh, <laughs> they advertised and baller they did they ran out of the ballers icy hot and Mike wanted the the same icy hot that uh, that his favorite that his his gang from the show ballers rub on their sore muscles. Now was that the was that the one with the packaging with. Uh... The Rock on it, or the one with uh, Rob Corddry on it? Hey, now you're making fun. Get off my phone. I don't appreciate that. I know Rob Corddry's a nice guy. He's one of the most talented uh, uh, professional comedians in the biz. You know, you you throw The Rock out there as a goof goof point. That's fine. Corddry, no, you don't do that. Best show, hi. Hi, this is Claire O'Kane in New York City, USA. It's Claire O'Kane, Podcast Hall of Famer, Claire O'Kane. <laughs> That's me. How are you, Claire? I'm pretty good. I'm calling in to um, add to the topic. That topic. Now you're not. I you're not going to complain about Szechuan sauce, are you? That you didn't. No, not today. Not today. All right, let's turn the floor over to comedian Claire O'Kane. I'm sure she's going to have a very unique take on this topic. Who's that? Not that. that? <laughs> I'm uh, look. I'm auditioning to host. Uh, I'm trying to host a True TV, uh, a True TV clip show that they run. The ones they run in the early afternoon. It's really funny on uh, True TV. Great channel. They run these things in the early early part of the day where it's these clip like world's dumbest, you know, whatever, and it's like, and they have these comedians commenting on the thing, and they have these comedians who film these things like nine years ago, and they probably got paid four hundred dollars nine years ago, and they're running these things in perpetuity. I'm sure Chelsea Peretti loves that. Her thing is uh, that she's on television every day on True TV, commenting on world's dumbest uh, 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 dirt bike jumps. Whatever, that's a check, man. The biz is the biz. No, but she got, she's, nine years later, she's not getting anything for that. You don't get anything to be a a talking head about uh, bloopers or anything? 
You think you really think that they're paying residuals on that thing? I don't know. I would hope. Well, look, I'm not trying to take you off point, Claire. You have a. I want to hear what you have to say, Claire O'Kane, comedian <laughs> Claire O'Kane at Baby's First Gun. Uh, oh, let's boy. see what she has to say about what what's getting her goat these days. Well, what's getting my goat? I I came in to this with a with an idea, and I was listening to the show, and uh, it just came up with a whole slew of new complaints. Okay. Um, complaint number one: Why can't men just take a hint? And that's just based on a couple of your callers, male callers. Why can't you take a hint? Complaint number two. Which which one? Based on your conversation with Connor, uh, it reminded me about those lists. Those, uh, you know. The the hot lists or the. The hot lists. Yeah. The top, uh, young, young guys under, uh, 52 or whatever. That reminded me that there's a list for in my high school for my in my high school alumni association uh 30 under 30 and guess who's still not 30 and not on the 30 under 30 list for Notre Dame High School in San Jose, California. I'm going to guess comedian Claro Kane did not Oh, you got it. Yeah, well that's ridiculous. Tell me about it, man. Right? It's like, who else is on this dumb list? Uh, you know, engineers or oh. whatever. Right? <laughs> but, but no, but seriously, it's like, you can't find room for one person who's being funny? No. Put them on the list? Most, most definitely not. Well, you know, Claire, you're on my list. Wow. Well, you know. That's nice, I guess. Funniest <laughs> slash, there's a list. Tom's, wait, this list is better than whatever dumb 30 under 30 at the, what was it, San Jose High School? Notre Dame High School in San Jose, California, all girls Catholic school. Okay. This N- li- not me. This list is better than that list. Tom's list of the funniest and Tom's list of the funniest people with good taste in music. Oh my God. Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) You know who's on number one on the list? Me. I'm number one. I'm number one on my own list. Yeah. Who's number two on the list? You. Yeah, no, that makes up for it. I feel I feel much better See, about myself now. That's a nice thing, because this is like Clara Kane. She had she texted me the other uh, the week and sent some. Uh, <laughs> she clearly is rolling in the dough because she bought a a <laughs> dinosaur junior emoji package, and if, you, if you've ever wanted a cartoon Murph sent to you. Start texting with Claire O'Kane. <laughs> they got him throwing up. They yeah. got him with heart eyes. Yeah. Uh, two thumbs up. 
<laughs> How much did that emoji pack cost? Uh, on the high end, three dollars, but I'm pretty sure it was two dollars. I okay. can't remember. All right. It's all the same to me. Yeah, exactly. Two, three, whatever. Maybe you're on the list and you just can count the way where you're at on it. I don't know. <laughs> Well, Claire, what's going on? Where can people see Claire O'Kane do comedy? Well, tell the people to check out ClaireOKane.com. I've got a link to a calendar with a bunch of sporadic uh, shows okay. spread throughout the month. I'm doing a, oh, tomorrow, what's tomorrow, Wednesday? Yes. Wednesday, tomorrow, 11 p.m., UCB, Chelsea, that's the one in Chelsea. Okay. Um, Joe Firestone's show, she's doing a show that it's all riffing with Joe. <laughs> I'm on that show. You're I on. think that's what it is. It's called I'm riff. on it. It's called Riffin' with Joe. No, it's called, it's called Ken Riffin Jr. Ken Riffin Jr. <laughs> this sounds. This sounds like we're getting further away from whatever the actual title is. Um, so look, go check this stupid calendar, everybody. And uh, okay, all, all right. right, all right, Claire, I'll talk to you soon. You come, come I want to come by and say hi. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Show, hi. Bye. Hi, Tom. It's Jonathan in Vancouver. Who now? It's Jonathan in Vancouver. Jonathan in Vancouver. What's up, Jonathan? Well, I have uh, one for the complaint, and I have uh, some music recommendations for me. Well, what do you got with the complaint for complaintathon? Well, last month my bike got stolen, and it's been a little annoying having to resort back to walking around and taking the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, I hate, terrible. I hate bike thieves. What's wrong on the bus? What's bumming you out on the bus? Well, I don't mind taking the bus and listening to music or reading a book or something like that, but compared to having the nice fresh air on your face and getting out in the sunshine, it's about the same. Yeah, I hear you. It stinks. It stinks to get your stuff taken, and it stinks to have to, to go through a patch, go in a different way than you like to go. Yeah. Well, I'm I, I'm with you, buddy. What What's the music you want to ma- talk about? Well, uh, I resolved to run a marathon. I was wondering if you could recommend any like really good upbeat songs to excite me and get me motivated. Yeah, listen to. Uh, I don't know. What do you like? What kind of music do you like? Well, I think for I think my favorite running song. Is Eminence Front by The Who. Okay. Or James Bond music is usually pretty good as well. A Giant Dog. Listen to A Giant Dog. Listen to their album. They have a new album out now called Toy. Listen to that or or the album Pile. Pile? Pile. They're both great albums. Yeah. I've written down the Destroyer album. Looking forward to listening to that. Yes. All right. That's a good album. Ken on Merge Records. Yeah, I'm going to see if they're performing around Vancouver sometime soon. Oh, check it out. 
All right, buddy. Good luck with the marathon. Thank you. Best show, hi. Hey there, Tom. How's it going? It's going. To whom am I speaking? This is Tom in Brooklyn, New York. Tom in Brooklyn, New York. What's up tonight, Tom? I just wanted to complain a little bit, uh, joining on the complain-a-thon. About what? What do you want to complain about? Well, uh, I, uh, within the last couple of years, I got a job working at a music venue in New York City. And, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy working there. Uh, I enjoy the people that I work uh, with. But it uh, seems like we never have any decent shows anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it sort of made me wonder... Uh, you know, maybe, maybe it was always kind of like that, and maybe, uh, I just wasn't paying enough attention before I started working there, but I found an old box in the basement of, uh, show finals from shows back in 2002, 2003 yeah. at the venue. And we maybe have a show that I want to see every, uh, you know, couple months or so. Maybe there's one. Uh, but in this box they had, uh, and this was only like a couple month period. There was uh, Jay Mascus in the Fog, Dead Moon, McCluskey, uh, some other stuff that, you know, a pretty decent profile, say what you will, or about the artists, but there was Alanis Morissette played there, uh, The Streets, all sorts of stuff. And, uh, I don't know, it just feels like I got here and kind of it's already yeah. passed me by. You missed it. You're working at a place that's not cool. Well, it kind of feels like the whole city's sort of that way now. That's cool. I mean, You're just at the uncool place. I guess so. It's cool stuff all over. So what's I guess uh, so. yeah? But what 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 can you do? What's a positive thing though you can do? You can you can mention to offset the complaint. Well, I can still go out and see shows that are cool at cool yeah. places. You can go. Doesn't see feel like cool anybody's show. ever at them, but uh, I'm happy to be there. Yeah, and your work situation does not have to involve things you like and have them ruined for you. you That's can, true. You can separate your work and your, your fun. That's definitely true. Um, you know, it, it does sort of, when you're working in a music venue and you're just around the whole production of that all the time, it does kind of, it, it makes it difficult to go to other shows because mm-hmm. you're constantly thinking yeah. about the things that relate to your job yeah. as opposed to, and it stops you from enjoying uh, everything else that's going on too much. Yeah. Hard to shut your mind off. I hear you, bro. I hear you. All right, buddy. Yes, indeed. You have a Good great night. To you, Tom. Thanks. Nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. Might be time to end the show, though. Might be time to end the show. Might be time to end the show tonight. Might be time to end it. Might be time to wind it down. Might be time to say goodnight. Here on the best show. I'm gonna play different music. Play something different. Might be time to wind it down. Yeah. You know? 
look. Yeah, I'm complaining tonight. I'm in a bad mood. I'm in such a bad mood. And you know what? The bad, sometimes, the bad, it's hand in hand with the sad. And yeah, I ain't feeling so hot lately. What am I going to do, right? You know, you feel how you feel. And you ride it out. But you know what? I'm trying. I'm trying. It's really stupid. And it's endless also. That's the other thing. Yeah, so look, everybody. I'm trying. Not having an easy time. Got personal stuff going on. Got work stuff going on. Sometimes it all coalesces in a thing and you're just... you know, you're lucky to be on your feet sometimes. You almost have to take that as 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 a as a as a, as a, as a victory. That you kept going, you didn't fold in the face of whatever is bringing you down. And look, I know my stuff's not the worst in the world, but it's 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 real and it's it's stuff I got to sort through. I get it. And then you get the one thing falls on top of the other thing, and next thing you know, you feel like it's all just kind of piling together, and then this thing grows in stature because you're already feeling bad. You know that feeling when you just, it all kind of, a collection of things turns into one giant thing, and now you're standing in the face of a giant problem, and you don't even know where to begin, but you know what? You ride it out. You stay on your feet. You look for any kind of shot you can take to, to chip away at this thing. And you know what I got in my back pocket, man? I'll tell you this. You can say anything about me. You say I'm a... You, you don't think I'm a good friend? I disagree. You don't want to talk to me? Fine. Whatever. I can't control. Those are the things I can't control. Those are the things I can't control. Do they make me sad? Yeah, they make me very sad. But you know what? I can't control them. The things I can control, my own actions, and the one thing, you say whatever you want about me, man, but you know what you can't say? You can't say that I'm not funny. It's the only thing I got, Mike. Right? You say I'm this, you say I'm that, whatever. You see it how you want to say. You say I'm not funny, then that's, you're wrong. And that, the, the, the gift I was given, it's what brought me here, and it's what's going to get me out of it. And I'm going to trust it, and I'm going to ride it, and I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. You know why? I'm not going to let dumb people, I'm not going to let dumb people drive me out of the game. That would be the worst version of the whole thing. If these dummies drove me out of the game, could you imagine that? That's who made me quit, the dummies that are already burning me up? They're the ones that got me out the door? No. Bleep no. It ain't happening. I'll pull it together. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Just like when I was on those streets of Toronto on Young Street, and that dude was hitting the other dude with the bat... And then suddenly he messed up. He swung at the wrong angle. 
The other dude caught the bat, and suddenly the guy getting hit with the bat had the bat. He had the bat. And I'm telling you, soon I'm going to grab that bleeping bat, man. I'm grabbing that bleeping bat, and I'm going to start swinging like I'm a baseball fury. So you look out. I'm telling you, I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping. I had enough. I had enough of this. I only got a certain amount of swings at the plate anyway. It's a finite amount of time. I'm, 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 I'm not 20 years old. But you know what? I know what I'm doing when I'm at the plate. I'm not swinging like some maniac. Just swinging away trying to knock it out of the park. I'll play small ball. I'll bunt. I'll get hit by a pitch. Whatever it takes. I'm not stopping. And I'm winning. And the thing is, when I win, I mean somebody's losing. And you know who's going to lose? The dummies and the halfwits who tried to take what I got. Why? Because they're weak and they're small. And you tell you this, you're weak and you're small. I'm not gonna build. I'm not. I'm not even after you. I'm not even chasing after you. I'm not. It's, it's not a game of, of uh, retribution or anything like that. Who cares? I don't care. I'm taking care of my business. But when I go up, baby, it means you're going down. So look out. Now get out. Get out. You're ruining this. All three of you. You're all fired. We come and play an air guitar. First of all, there's 11 more minutes of this. I should have let you keep dancing around playing air guitar. It's going to be, oh, it's still way too long for me to keep doing this. I forgot how long the live version of Freebird is at the end. Can you imagine? Look, I think Leonard Skinner kind of sucked in a lot of ways. Some of the worst lyrics you've ever heard. But this is pretty rocking. Gotta admit, this is this is good. This part. They were definitely laying it down now. Probably in front of a giant Confederate flag. But we're just gonna let that's it, it was in the past. Most of them are not with us anymore. You'd hope they would have corrected that in the present day. Whatever. I'm not concerned about them. I'm concerned about me. And I'm sick of it. It's a sick, gross world we're in right now. There's animals. There's Harvey Weinstein. This guy should be launched right at the sun. He should be put on a space shuttle and launched right at the sun. And all these people, oh, I can't believe he was doing this. You knew. You knew. You don't think I know about the monsters who work on this show? I know what they're up to. I got ears and eyes. I know what goes on. I know what these dirtbags are up to in my backyard. I only see them once a week. And I'm not, look, I'm not naming any names, but trust me, I got a dossier ready to go right to the cops when the bleep goes down. I'm going to turn on, the, on these guys. No, I'm not doing that. Well, maybe I am. I can't say either way. But these people, it's a bad world, and all you got sometimes is to try to look for a good thing in the middle of the bad. Try to find a good thing in the middle of the bad. There still is good out there there's good people out there and there's good out there the world might not look like the way you want it to look right now but there are people who are your people and find them stick together with them and try to turn things in your corner of the world around and if everybody does that then maybe the the larger world can change too and we can actually move forward from the nausea of things It's the best show. I'll be back next week. Thank you for listening.